0: It's the Stephanie Miller Show.
1: This is my fight song. Take back my life song. Prove I'm alright song. And I don't really care if nobody else believes. Cause I've still got a lot of fight left in me.
2: Trumpism has moved beyond Trump. Look, uh, and, and coming from the Republican base like I do, Republican voters want a son of a bitch. They want a jerk. They want an authoritarian. They want an ass. They want someone cruel to be their nominee. DeSantis was cruel, and he tried to give them that. But as Simon said, Trump is cruel, but Trump's got charisma. He does, he does the Trump thing. DeSantis is cruel without any charisma. <laughs>
3: Thank you, Joe Walsh. Uh, yes. Francis DeSantis is just as mean. He tried, yeah. little feller tried. Little. Shouldn't we have made his uh, him carry his uh, what do you call it? His candidacy to tour, to a uh, term? term, Yeah, yeah. He had to go out uh, across state lines to abort his campaign, didn't sure. he? Yes, he did. Yeah. Yeah. See what I did there? I, I see I'm a little tired, so I stumbled. Yeah. I was a little stumbly there. I apologize. Thank you, San Francisco. <laughs> I'm going to say uh, the sexy liberal jokes made him drop out.
0: They were too good. I think so. John it Fugle saying
3: did a brilliant thing yeah. about him. <laughs> Just wanting to transition from a governor to a president. Yep. And why won't you let him transition? Your exactly. mind It was hilarious. Yep. Uh, smart. Hilarious. Oh, my God. Glenn Kirchner. Hot. hunky, Frangela. Brilliant. House sparks. Brilliant. Mm-hmm. Mama. Sleepy. <laughs> you had a day. In a sparkly dress. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Sal by Jody Hamilton. Six degrees of Bob Mackey separation. Uh-huh. <laughs> Everyone thinks it's Jody's dress. I'm like, it's not physically her dress. Right. She- she just recommended a place where you could get a place where she gets jody like right. dresses because right. everyone that sees jody right wants to take the dress off of her women want it because they want the dress and men want to you know and then oh and then lesbians of course also want to take off the dress for so many reasons thank you for the suggestion it was a big hit yeah Good. people loved it all right jody's masked up because chris and i traveled mm-hmm. because you know because because covidias yes. okay and mm-hmm. see mm-hmm. do you know a couple came from oh. ottawa oh, i Dispe- yeah I, I have a letter. Hang on. Oh, my God. Our fans are just the greatest. Yeah. Can I just say the greatest? Yep. Um, they came all the way from Ottawa, and one of them tested positive before the show, oh and so no. told her partner to go, and uh, we had a great time oh. anyway. We're gonna, they, they'll be our guest in an upcoming show. They okay. came all the way in for the weekend, and uh, oh. ay yeah Maybe but, we could take the Sexy Liberal Show to Ottawa. There you go. Yeah. Is that a boot? Okay. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I love that. You know how the listeners call it our show? It's, I, I, they feel that way about sexy liberal. I love that mm-hmm. people were very grateful to Jody to put me in something else besides a black lace dress. Well. So they were like, oh, good. And then there actually this fantastic African-American woman came up and started to try to redo my weave. She's like, girl, can Frangela help you? What is oh, going on with this ratty? Because they're temporary extensions. I had the regular ones, but they're expensive and if, pain in the ass. And so I have like temporary ones, but she literally started fixing my hair at the meet and greet. She's like, girl,
0: if, if Jody Ratty hat- weave. If Jody and I had said something about your weave, you would we would have a stapler thrown at us. No, you wouldn't. Yes, we would. I don't care.
3: I've what? How long ago, Jody, did I pass into becoming Grisabella and Cats? I mean, come on, ratty old
0: midnight. Ratty not old a sound on the pavement.
3: Midnight. Ratty, ratty weave. Uh-huh. Tattered, sparkly dress. Mm-hmm.
0: You, you were leaking, we started this you, this you were leaking door. sequins uh, all night I,
3: I, there were sequins all over my hotel room and <laughs> i didn't even get any action uh-huh <laughs> it was like Liberace exploded in yeah. my hotel room oh you know why jody because without your help oh by the way people wonder why jody wasn't there because jody requires uh the concord in her uh uh and caviar in her yeah. rider uh-huh. and so we can't really afford jody yeah. but
0: but her mom sent the caviar did it did it arrive Yes.
3: Good. Okay. Oh, and uh, Carol Burnett has notes for me on uh, how I, I sit on a stool. Apparently, mm-hmm. because uh, there was a picture you posted Chris, of me slouching. No, I didn't. My post Catholic that school Mark nuns posture. and Carol uh, Carol I Burnett did? are very oh.
4: disappointed.
3: Catholic school nuns Carol Burnett disappointed all disappointed in my slouchy slouchy <laughs> posture on a stool. <laughs> it was terrible. Okay, listen, I, <laughs> Mama had a very long day.
5: I know you did.
3: Did United United change their uh, their slogan from Fly the Friendly Skies to Fly the F**k You Skies, apparently? I had, a, I had the longest day ever, and I was only going from Burbank to San Francisco, which well, is an hour. I spent the okay. entire, I'm like Tom Hanks in Terminal. I live in Burbank Airport now. Here's, here's, they called me in the morning and said, your flight is over but oversold. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Would you like to volunteer? I'm like, oh, no. I mean, I didn't go full metal, do you know who I am, douchebag. But have. I was like, no, I, I can't have a show. I can't, not. no, I can't volunteer to not go. Anyway, so, uh, but it was
0: just a thing. It was like Here's, the thing huh? Here's the thing about Burbank. Here's the thing about Burbank. I it, had to it's pay a for a seat right. I've already paid it's,
3: for. I had to pay to check a bag a, I didn't need to check. Yes.
0: Burbank way. is a smaller, much more convenient airport. Yes. Yes. However... They don't have nearly as many flights going up to San Francisco as LAX. There
3: wasn't any I could have caught in time in LAX either. Well, they were uh, all sold LAX bad.
0: has a flight every half hour anyway. to San Francisco.
3: Well, there were ones, it, but they were just full at right. LAX and in... <laughs> Next time, <laughs> choose,
0: <Anyway>. choose LAX.
3: <laughs> <sighs> anyway, it was a magical day. Magical, stress-free day. <laughs> Uber dropped me off, I don't know, several blocks away in the rain. <laughs> in San They're Francisco. not allowed to drop Had off no idea S. where I was.
0: They're not allowed to drop off on Van Ness right in front of the theater. I found that
3: out. Stupid. Very long, stressful yeah. trip for somewhere that's an hour away. But we love you, San mm-hmm. Francisco, and a good time was had by all I made it. Uh, oh, guess Michael and Alkwood. I got to meet our famous uh, pro boner. I was kind of starstruck. At I meeting didn't get to meet Famous him. Stephanie Miller show callers. Oh. Michael, he brought his lovely daughter and her friend. Oh, yes. Okay. Our pro boner. He tweeted, uh, the show in the city was awesome. Meeting Steph in person was too. Um, uh, I may never, not ever wash the jacket I was wearing when we hugged in that showbiz way. Uh, uh, how much of a schmuck would I be if I made a suggestion for the next one? Uh-oh. Oh, we have notes. Oh, great. I have notes already this morning from jo- Carol Burnett, from Michael in Oakland. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh.
0: Fine, Michael, what is your And note? this one wasn't even pay-per-view. <laughs> not everybody saw this one. <laughs> and usually we get network notes. Yes, we do. <laughs>
6: <laughs> all right we're gonna have a lot and, a lot more yeah.
3: a lot more uh and, sexy liberal announcements now we've been working on something for yeah. quite a while so that's why nothing yes. else has gone on sale yet except
0: and I, for chicago and i do yep. have to say the people at the Herbst theater were absolutely Very sweet. wonderful yeah. yeah our stage manager yes. she was fantastic she was great she was efficient yeah. she was friendly she uh, yeah. Everybody there was amazing. Yeah. So, a yeah. shout out to the Herbs Theater. And I already
3: uh, gave you a big love because I didn't get to say goodnight. Thank you. Chris Lavoie does this. Just not part of his job. He goes and does this. Did a fantastic job. Played the sound cues. Some- he wore something tight.
0: Played the sound cues correctly, except for Glenn Kirshner's because I didn't bring Glenn Kirshner's. <laughs> Jingle. Jingle. Oh, well.
3: No. That's when I threw a stapler at right? you. You did. No. You what? did. Uh, I, <laughs> I don't travel with my stapler, there's no. no room.
0: You threw a Klieg light at me.
3: Right. <laughs> 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 Here, stand right under this stage yeah. light. Yeah. Nomi said, uh, "You superstars look amazing. Steph, the pick of you and Glenn looks like a press release. It's so good. Jody's dress is amazing, wonderful choice for the first show of the year. Yeah, more really applause for Jody's dress, which is not Jody's dress." Everybody, yeah is a place where jody gets dresses but she had oh by the way here's why i needed you to actually come with me not just to fix my ratty weave but i didn't literally didn't know which way the dress went on that's why that's why i had sequins all over my room and he doesn't know he's a dude yeah she asked me and i'm like i'm like is this dress on backwards no you had it on right i well yeah because the tag but the v was in the back yeah yeah Yeah. style of the dress it's the style at the time yeah that's why it's so many sequins, because I tried it on like six times in the hotel room. I'm like, I don't even know which is the front. I am so tired.
0: Uh-huh. I've been at Burbank all day. Someone came up to me at the meet and greet and said, hey, Travis. <laughs> Isn't, oh, that's like Kelly just wrote and
3: said, thank yeah. you to, to Jody and Travis yeah. for uh-huh. doing such a good the show, show yeah. on the air. Yeah. Okay. No one even notices. There's <laughs> been a cast change. <laughs> All right. And thank you to Nikki Haley. I got a, a huge opening joke. I just said, um, welcome. I invited on Nancy Pelosi to join us, as she has done before, but I got confused and invited Nikki Haley by accident. So I hope you enjoy her on panel tonight. <laughs> okay, I do feel like finally people are covering yes. Trump's de- obvious dementia. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, wouldn't that be something? Somebody tweeted that. Wouldn't be something if it's dementia that takes him down finally, right? I mean, he's just... Oh Something's got to take him down. Because it wasn't like one slip of the tongue. He went on and on right. about Nikki Haley on January 6th, when she was in charge of security and blah, blah, blah. I love Biden's just like, I approve this ad. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Biden t- t- he tweeted the, the video, uh-huh. and he just said, I don't agree with Nikki Haley on everything, but we agree on this much. She is not Nancy Pelosi. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, let's say goodbye to her, that little weasel, uh,
7: Ron DeSantis.
3: All right. who? Well, I,
7: Oh, yes, go ahead. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes. Five. Mm-hmm. Following our second place finish in Iowa, we've prayed and deliberated what on the doing? way forward. What'd God say? If there was anything I could do to produce a favorable outcome, more campaign stops, more interviews, I would do it. Hmm. But I can't ask our supporters to volunteer their time oh. and donate their resources if we don't have a clear path to victory. Accordingly, I am today suspending my campaign.
3: God, are you there? It's me, Ron.
8: All right. Take care now. Bye bye then. Loser.
3: (laughs) I guess that's what God said. God said you're a loser. Yes. See ya.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
3: Okay. Let's start on DeSantis. It's clear
7: to me that a majority of Republican primary voters want to give Donald Trump another chance. They watch his presidency get stymied by relentless resistance and they see Democrats using lawfare this day to attack him. Well, i've had disagreements with donald trump such oh, yeah. as on the coronavirus pandemic mm. and his elevation of anthony fauci trump is superior to the current incumbent no. joe biden that is clear What? No, he's i signed not. a pledge to support the republican nominee mm. and i will honor that pledge he has my endorsement because we can't go back to the old republican guard of yesteryear mm. a repackage formed of warmed over corporatism Ooh. that nikki haley represents
1: Ooh
7: someone's
0: gonna end up with a stiletto through the eye still. Uh huh. Yep.
7: Single white female style.
3: (laughs) By the way, don't fight. You both did a horrible, horrible job on COVID. Yeah. Don't don't fight over who killed more people. You both did your part in killing as many people as possible.
0: Oh, poor Ronnie. He yeah. And Evita. Oh I'm sorry,
3: Casey, his wife. Oh. (laughs) He's gotta go back to her balcony and wave. What?
0: balcony in Tallahassee. She's
3: going to go back to the getting of the puppies. Yes. <laughs> she, does vibe, she does have a Corella vibe, doesn't she?
0: Get
1: those puppies! Hmm.
3: All right. Um, and hey, a shout out to our psychic governor, Gavin Newsom, yeah. who said this to Ron DeSantis a few months ago.
9: In a matter of weeks, Sean, he'll be endorsing Donald Trump as a nominee for the Republican Party. Yeah. Yes. There you go.
3: He said that uh, yes. <laughs> he will be bending the knee very shortly. And see and knee pads and goodbye um okay oh oh, you know what i listened to in my many 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 hours in the burp (laughs) hangar uh okay Oh, by the way, I did learn you can get on the flight if you t- pay a lot of extra stuff.
0: Oh, right? absolutely. Yeah. You oh, God, gotcha. seat yeah.
3: you've already paid for. No, and was... also check a bag you don't need to check. Yeah. yeah.
0: I-, I was on Southwest and I was in Group C and they said, you can pay more money and get into Group A if you want. Oh. Um,
3: I was in Group Six. Okay. And I, like the couple of people that were with me, I was like, they they want to make you feel absolutely as bad as possible about yourself, don't they? Mm-hmm. They go out of their way. Just right? Because one, two, three. Yeah. And then four. they go, anybody after no, three? No, not you yet. No. No five no can i no
0: not you loser computer says no i had a middle seat on the way back oh yeah. it
3: was... <laughs> yes it's a very... I'm, I'm a little wide yeah you are you're, yeah. A little, you're a little yeah chunky
0: in a good way what? muscly way and, yeah. and and both people on either side of me of course took up the armrest so i'm like sitting there like this All right. So I anyway, what I listen, I listened to uh, the fantastic Bob Seska show Uh
3: with the fantastic Jody Hamilton, but also the Rachel Biddecoffer one, Mm -hmm. which I thought is so interesting to talk about in terms of polling and all that and why we shouldn't panic because they are so tribal on their side, clearly with this support for Trump. And she was talking about how, you know, Democrat, we aren't as tribal. Right. And so, you know, when you talk about his approval rating, like, oh, no, it's because she was saying they don't ever turn against Trump or any, at the height of COVID when he was telling you to drink bleach. And do you remember a 9-11 a they day, 3,000 right. people a day were dying, his approval rate, like they don't, that's what I'm saying. It's like the, the, the indictments, none of it. Right. Which I guess is good because obviously it looks like the election hall today would be a bloodbath against, you know, in, in terms of particularly after he gets convicted which he's going to get
1: convicted he's going to get convicted <laughs> i'm just saying
3: we do the rachel maddow whisper now. you have He's to. going to get convicted um but anyway yeah i so that's what i think is interesting and she was even saying like the economy the second biden got into office trump voters said the economy sucks i mean so what their stuff is based on somebody was saying oh we're having a vibe session it's people's vibe it's not based on facts and figures right. the economy is provably spectacularly better than when trump is in but no they're not going to tell pollsters that because they're so tribal it's it's just oh the economy sucks immediately which is still trump's economy obviously the day anyway so i just i'm very cheered by this weekend in general goodbye don't let the door hit you oh by the way is he woke yet is he up yet this morning (laughs) (laughs) yeah that woke thing didn't go no i mean you mean i'm not a racist sexist homophobic hole Okay, all right. right. We'll be over here being woke and you be over there being a hole. Okay, we have, hey, we have Rude Pondette and we have Victor Shee. Speaking of, you know, hopefulness in the future, the stem cell of the Stephanie Miller Show will join us uh, for an hour, right? Uh huh. Yay.
10: (laughs) Stephanie Miller, prepare to be knocked on your ass.
1: Stephanie Miller.
3: Look at Fine American Jody Hamilton and what she's doing for America. It is presently raining in Los Angeles. That means there's a very good chance Bonnie or Clyde will uh, appear poop on her during the show. (laughs) They just stare at me. It's not even wasn't even raining hard, Chris. They just I, they sit in the garden and they look at me and they're like, "Nope." Hm. So good luck, Jody. Thank you. We appreciate all you do for America. Uh, Glenn in San Rafael. Uh, Steph, it's we had San Rafael, right? Sure. Uh, Steph, we had a great time at Sexy Liberal Save the World Tour in San Francisco. Uh, we even missed the fourth quarter of the Niners game to be there. Yeah, that's been yeah. well. Wow, that's well, love yeah. and commitment. Thank you, Glenn. Chris was hunky. Stephanie was hilarious and so sexy in that shiny dress. We wouldn't look. We couldn't look directly at her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we needed to sell eclipse, eclipse glasses. If I wear that yeah. dress again, it looked like. Are oh, you wearing it again? It looked like the curtain that you know uh, Liberace performs in front of, or he did. <laughs> hmm? Yes. Uh, had John, Hal, and Frangela all brought their A game. were phenomenal. Glenn Kirshner was brilliantly funny. The only disappointment was we didn't get the pleasure of seeing Jody. Was San Francisco caviar not sufficient? We can't afford <laughs> the Concord jet, but we make good wine out of Concord grapes. <laughs> No, that is not sufficient for Ms. Hamilton's rider. No. <laughs> Thanks, McGann. <I'm> re- <laughs> Pardon me. Reminded of what John said in exactly one year, I'm looking forward to the Biden second inauguration. <laughs>
5: Woohoo! Biden Harris, I sent you a picture of me eating cheese out of a can.
3: <laughs> yes, you did. Okay. <laughs> yes, you did. Highbrow and lowbrow. <laughs> yes. Hello, Karen in Chicago. Hello.
6: Hi, good morning. Congrats. Thank I heard you. it was great. I wish there were more pictures. Uh, um, Bart De Bear t- uh, t- yeah, took only look-
3: one picture of me where I looked like I was pregnant. The other ones were fine. Just kidding, Bart. Okay, they go. They were ahead.
6: great, and you look beautiful. Thank uh, you. you know, uh, listen. If you want to see some bad pictures, me on uh, the stage at Sexy Liberal Chicago. No, you okay? are beautiful. I'm like, what the hell? Beautiful,
3: beautishma. <laughs> beautishma. Um,
6: anyway, <laughs> there were some bad angles. Anyway, um. But let me just say this. I do. I. Do Is there a good angle for women of a certain media. age? I don't think so. Is, yeah, it's it's getting harder, um, but you know this whole thing. I was listening to Joe Scarborough this morning, and you know talking about the Republican Party and they're kissing the ring and you know how you know what this means. You know, yeah. just good for that.
3: Good for you. Follow him right over the cliff. Okay, rude pundit next.
8: They never report the crowd on January 6, you know, Nikki Haley, Nikki Haley, Nikki Haley, you know, they, did you know they destroyed all of the information, all of the evidence, everything, deleted and destroyed all of it, all of it, because of lots of things, like Nikki Haley is in charge of security, we offered her 10,000 people.
3: None of that is true. I just keep hearing
5: Barbara Streisand singing Nikki Ornstein, Nikki Ornstein, (laughs) and Funny Girl. That's all I keep hearing.
3: Wow. Yeah, that was not just a one-time stumble. No. Wow, wow, wow. Ah, Grandpa, Madlock's not
0: real. Neither are my teeth.
3: Um, our friend Mark Hamill, who liked all our sexy liberal tweets. (laughs) Hi, Mark. I'm going to get him to do a sexy liberal if it kills me. Come on, Luke. Uh, Yes, but he tweeted, uh, you have to have voter ID to buy a loaf of bread. I'm driving over a road that's almost all paper. And, you know, you can see the paper. I know paper. I know cans. But all the time now, you see whales washing up on shore because of the wind. Mm." Uh, Don't ignore this very stable genius. Thank you, Mark. It's getting to be like a greatest hits now. It is. Yeah. Isn't it? It's be really like, what the actual... Every day is a WTF Donny. now. It album, is. Isn't it? Yes. All right. You know who can decode it? Who? With his famous decoder ring. Who? Well, it's actually a ring, but it's... Oh. Uh, here it's hey, yeah. Rude.
1: <laughs> Don't say things bad. You're on Steph's show. You're not...
9: Yeah. Hi, you rude pundit. How are you? I'm dandy. You know what my favorite thing about that quote though, that, that yes. clip you played of Trump, is he's actually mashing in the Eugene Carroll trial, yeah.
1: uh-huh.
9: right? with with January 6th, with Nikki Haley. Yeah. It, it's incredible. It's incredible. It really is like, you know, I, this is a sad story, but I'll I'll tell it anyway. Oh, okay. When my grandfather yeah. was dying, Oh, oh I'm sorry happy Monday, yeah uh he went through a period of dementia where he started to relive events from his life oh, dear. and it was very, very weird, kind of cool, but it would be like, oh, now he's here he's beca- he became unstuck in time, and he just started going from event to event. and did he also I run against Barack like Obama, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
3: Yeah. Oh, boy. Um, Yeah. You. And by the way, thank you for your Eric Bollerton on this Monday. Just the headlines. Former President Trump appears to confuse Nikki Haley. And you said unless there's a chance he was really saying Nikki Haley should have asked for help defending the Capitol on January 6th. He didn't appear to do anything. He did it. He did confuse them and refuses to correct himself. I mean, it's just I, I think this is, I hope, the beginning route of the media's, you know, the scales falling where I get it, the clicks and the ratings. But you can't keep trying to, like, I feel like they keep trying to clean up his obvious dementia and stumbles and just, look at him. He's a sweaty, yeah. demented mess. And it's just, the, the, these, you know, headlines are just, oh, you know.
9: And he's out there just ranting for 90 minutes, two hours, and, and you know, go interview some of the people as they're leaving early. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. What made them We're leave? Bored. What, I mean, they're still going to vote for him. But, you know, what happened? Well, I got bored. You know, yeah. I got school tomorrow, whatever. I got to bring the kids to school tomorrow. It's it it is it's just bizarre and it is increasingly bizarre and it's increasingly yeah. frantic. It's, it's I mean,
3: rude. I I don't know what how you're feeling is I'm just feeling increasingly maybe I shouldn't because, again, I always want us to, you know, I know Rachel Biddecoffer said that, too. She wants us always to be scared, <laughs> always to run, you know, as if we're behind because it it is terrifying. Even the vague prospect that he could get back in office. But I do feel like they're going to themselves. I mean, it's just because you're right. He's going to win huge right tomorrow in New Hampshire. Like they're stuck with him. And I think he's going to get convicted. I think he's a disaster in the general. I mean, he may not not even make it on some ballots. So that's the part where then does he quit? Because he's going to lose anyway. If he knows he's not going to be on some ballot. What is he? I, I don't know. I don't know what they do.
9: I, you know, this whole thing has made me. I, I have, I have actually started like in the middle of the night, woken up thinking, what's going to happen here? What what right. happens to the country? What happens? Because there's no way he's leaving gently from this. No. There is no way that yeah. he is going to go out in a dignified way. Right. It's going to be screaming, ranting, demanding. Right. Well, that's what I mean. Or does game. he go oh, hoax?
3: You know, rigged. It's going right. to be rigged. So I, I'm going to, oh, you know, or. <sighs>
9: Already he's saying that. I mean, I'm surprised he didn't say that there was something wrong with the Iowa caucus because he only won by 30 points and not the 50 that some polls had him at.
0: It's like breaking up with a narcissist. They never go quietly.
3: No, that's what I said to someone at the meet and greet in San Francisco. I said, he's like our crazy ex that just won't stop stalking us. Oh
9: my God, when is this long national
3: nightmare going to be over?
9: Oh yeah, and he'll keep texting you for money. (laughs) I mean, there's no way that he's going to stop that.
3: Holla back. (laughs) Sir, <laughs> PSA we play. Okay. Um, yeah, you just, uh, you said no one hates America more than Trump and the MAGA Cretans, the piece you wrote. Brilliant, as usual, Rude. You said, believe it or not, the election of 2020 up to and through Election Day was pretty much a triumph of the American electoral system at all levels. At the height of a global pandemic with hospitals overwhelmed, with corpses being kept in trailers, with supply chains, uh, we had a, held a presidential election, and that mother was uh, run amazingly well. You said the combination of early voting, mail-in ballots, along with Election Day voting uh, worked. It should have been one of the great civic celebrations in U.S. history. We should have been patting ourselves on the back for coming through voting at the highest rate since 1900. We should have been beaming with pride at how awesome this country can be, what it wants to be. But we were not allowed that pride. We were not allowed that celebration. Instead, we were treated to an entire movement led by the damn president of the United States uh, beating that triumph to death
9: and still is <laughs> yeah
3: right? i mean yeah
9: yeah it, it enrages me every time i think about that i'm like it, it, we should have been like holy cow we really did that we did that it was incredible you know it's it's amazing to pull off elections in the it, with the stupid array of election laws in this country any year but yeah. to do it in the middle of a pandemic and for it to go so incredibly well yeah. is it's a miracle and and you know it any candidate, any candidate that uh, uh, that 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 was part of that sh- would have been running on that, would have been saying, hey, in the middle of the pandemic, I was president and the election went great. I know I lost, but hey, now I'm running again.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I it's what you said. I keep saying that I just feel like this is the anything can happen year. Like, I just have no clue. This is going to be a wild ride, I think, no matter what. I think the Mickey Mouse Club had anything can entire- happen day.
9: That's I, I, as always with, with most elections, I don't think there's going to be any clarity until after Labor Day. Yeah. And, you know, that's By the way, that's my friend
3: start. who comes from a right wing area was saying, do you know how much like a lot of these Republicans love Disney? Like that was such a stupid fight. Like his, it was such a stupid campaign. Right. Like he really was trying to just be Trump light. Like, no, I can be as mean and, you know, racist and homophobic and petty. Right? But it's just, you know, they didn't want Trump light.
9: Yeah, and think about how he has screwed, DeSantis has screwed over Florida, yeah. you know? How many of those laws would never have come up? Oh my up God, housing, if, insurance,
3: it, He does not done anything on any issue that affects any Floridian.
9: But the, we wouldn't have the don't say gay bill. We right. wouldn't have all of those things if he hadn't been running for president trying to out-Trump Trump. And, yeah. you know, so, I, no, nothing but, you know, but just disgust at this a-hole for doing everything that he did. And then and then to go out with an announcement on Twitter. You know, when when his campaign started with a disastrous yeah. announcement on Twitter, yeah, you know, where where they couldn't keep, where Twitter wasn't able to, in, in one of their spaces, their live their live places, they couldn't just, keep up with the number of people that wanted to tune in, and it kept collapsing, and they, it was just, you know, it was bumble effing to yeah. doom. It was the, the schlep
3: beginning. car of campaigns. It was just <laughs> yeah. from the beginning. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, um, but yeah. I thought he was Wonderbug. That's the thing. <laughs> yes i i love jeff on twitter Desantis' campaign was the sum total of the combined clunker campaigns of scott walker tim polenny jeb bush fred thompson and phil graham multiplied by 10 stuffed into a bag of a sack of dog turds lit on fire on the porches of the delusional gentry voters and chattering class i mean it, and that's in the end he just he ran out of money people are like okay <laughs> not
9: putting any yeah, more
3: money yeah. into this you know it, S show. And now,
9: it, and it's like it's like they try. It's like, all right, we gave it our best shot to try to, you know, stop the Trump train this time. But looks like we're all getting on again.
3: Yeah, I know. I know.
9: It just it really is like the lemmings. You're just like, all right, well, I guess they're just going to follow him. Bye bye. Um I guess we don't have a choice here. And, yeah. And, you know, I, I keep saying that until Republicans that are anti-Trump start endorsing Biden, I don't give a crap. What they have to say until yeah. they say they are voting for biden you should vote for biden yeah. to stop trump then um, and by the way, then all of their anti-Trumpism yeah. doesn't matter.
3: Yeah, and by the way, you know, DeSantis was a media creation. So was Nikki Haley. Like, they just, it, it, it's, and I love Ron tweeted, uh, long GMA segment this morning on New Hampshire primary, all horse race stuff, poll results, age of candidates, not one word about Trump's sweaty, addled, incoherent speech where he confused Haley with Pelosi with several other gaffes. Media is failing us miserably. What a joke. I mean, we are going to have to do this ourselves, right? I mean, and I, and, yeah.
9: and I don't understand why every single thing that the media says about Trump doesn't start with rapist. Right. Thank you. It, it, it absolutely confounds me yeah. that, that, that this is not that, that Nikki Haley wouldn't be out there saying he's a rapist. Do you want a rapist to be your nominee? I mean, that's a compelling argument right yeah. there. They are completely leaving out and it and I just don't get it. It's like
3: and and like they're not going to you know lose enough women to row rage. You've got you know Nikki Haley and Elise Stefanik defending a rapist, right? I mean, yeah. you know, Elise Stefanik was asked about the they they, they they oh no I don't I mean now they're the I don't believe her party, <laughs> right? That she's right. a horror party.
9: I don't believe her. I don't believe a jury. I don't believe a judge. I only believe Donald Trump. And 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 again, you know what you know what you know what something that just pisses me off in Trump's testimony that that he says all the time about how he was in Bergdorf Goodman. And you know, how could I do anything there? It's a big store, you know, and I've said this before. It's just one of those points I just want to keep making. I have been in Bergdorf Goodman in the middle of the week and it is dead. It is empty. Yeah. And you know, the idea that this store is crowded all the time, but how could I do anything? No, that's not the way it is factually it's not the way it is and it's just every time he talks he makes up he makes up something oh by the way he
3: defamed her again this weekend uh so that i Uh I mean i'm not even sure there's a ticker tape that can run i'm sure he's already
9: done it again this morning on truth toilet you know i'm sure he's already yeah it's it's well and i hope that they crush him yeah and also this pathetic
3: party acting as his defense counsel basically right Uh, you know uh, we talked to Glenn Kirshner, uh, Saturday Night Root, about this, you know, Bolt investigation of Fawny Willis, which he said is, in fact, Bolt. Um, and you tweeted about it. Uh, the special prosecutor hired by uh, Fulton County DA to pursue the criminal case against Trump bought tickets for her to accompany him on two, at least two out of state trips. Blah, blah, blah. You said, man, wait till they hear about the judge whose wife is involved in a bunch of cases he's asked to make decisions on. And that's bad, not bad enough. Sometimes people with business before the court pay for his vacations and other stuff. And get this, he won't recuse himself. I bet the people upset about Willis are going to get really angry at that judge. I mean, it just, we're so used to their stupid hypocrisy and double standards, right? Yeah. I mean, there's yeah. no I- indication she did anything wrong, you know? Yeah, uh, yeah. go
9: ahead. The, the, you know, Right. Don't make this case unless you're just trying to present, make people doubt the decision. That's all this is. Every time Trump does these kinds of things or any of the defendants that that are aligned with him, it is to make people lose faith in the criminal justice system. That's what this is all about. It is undermining the criminal justice system. So again, the only person that can be right is Trump.
3: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I I guess we should be glad, I guess, that this party is so delusional that they just, they're they're so unmoored. I was saying in in the beginning, Rude, that they're so tribal, but they're just so unmoored from any kind of actual facts that that I, I, you know, I, I guess we should just applaud their continued ignorance, right?
9: yeah but they're also ignorant with guns so yeah <laughs> that's, that's, the thing. that's but also the that's scary. again
3: we keep talking about you know he had what was it like half the turnout they got he had last time and half the, that vote right in in iowa so speaking to the media like oh trump is you know it's just, and now I know as Frangela said Saturday night, they're like, "Oh, New Hampshire, a smaller, whiter group of people now." <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> that's
9: well, a- that's the thing that's always, <laughs> always about our stupid election system right. is that uh, our, our, is that we. Put these two states up front because they supposedly represent real america except they don't represent an america that probably ever existed and certainly hasn't existed in the last you know 100 150 years yeah you know if you want to really know what america americans think you start in the cities
3: yeah yeah exactly all right well best of luck to all of us we love yeah. you and uh i can't even imagine where you can find a b- ring big enough for you so i appreciate you uh
9: Oh, thank you, yeah. thank you. Slapping I, that sucker I, I, on and joining us. I will us. gladly share the ring with you anytime. Okay. My, Aww. My, my. Aww, oh, you are the
3: lord gracious. of the f- rings. That's how I think of you. <laughs> all right, goodbye you ring. You know what?
9: I'm going to take the compliment and, and, and uh, leave quietly. Okay. Good. All right, bye-bye <laughs> yes. bye now. I think that's best. Dragging my ring behind. Okay, see yourself out. Thank you.
10: Stephanie Miller.
3: Get lots of sleep. Tomorrow, we will all be risking our lives for freedom. is the Stephanie Miller Show. Oh my God, look, it's Michael in Oakland, everybody. What? I got to meet him. He's handsome and romantic. Hello, Michael.
4: <laughs> Hi there. I resemble that remark. Yes, you're <laughs> definitely
3: a pro boner lawyer. Hello. <laughs> and
4: your, so your daughter, by the so way, popular. your daughter
3: is adorable. What a sweetie. Thank
4: you. Thank you. She, she, she and her roommate love the show. Oh, good. It was an absolutely wonderful show. How old are they? But it was so popular. I'm sorry? How old are they? 20s. They're in college. Becky's their roommate. You've east. seen, the I'm folks. sure, of
3: how old your daughter is. But okay, something 20s. That's fine. Okay.
1: <laughs>
4: <laughs>
1: anyway, they're well, adorable. I don't know how old the roommate is, actually.
4: My daughter's 21.
1: Okay. okay. So, right. so,
4: So your, your show was such a hit that the Performing Arts Center garage was sold out. Oh. And I had to use a kind of a parking app that turned out, to, I realized it was a little bit scammy, but I had, had no time. And I. I, my car got broken into. Oh, no. no! In yeah, yeah,
3: But I right. had just
4: enough into I had just enough intuition to make sure I didn't leave my laptop in there. Okay. And so nothing of value really got stolen. So there you go. Aww. Excuse me. Well. Now, but the show is. Now, is there, ha, ha, everybody thinks they're a showbiz expert, right? Mm-hmm, uh-huh. yeah. But how much of a how much of a schmuck would I be if I had a little suggestion go um, ahead we can't okay. live without we love notes. No,
3: we love notes so much michael go ahead
4: <laughs> oh okay now i mean i it might, maybe you don't maybe you're not doing it because of covid or you just don't think it would be funny but have you ever thought about use, you know doing a little audience participation like sending somebody out with a mic or getting people up <laughs> on stage and doing some improv with them or anything? yes like that?
3: i used to do that mommy's too old and tired now and i'm no carol burnett
5: <laughs> She's older than you are. All right, we can do Q and A again. Yeah, Carol Fine. Burnett
0: can still do it.
3: That's true. All right, I'll do it at the next show, Michael. How's that?
0: All
4: right. <laughs> Anyways, the show was awesome. It really was. A, it was really a, a treat meeting you. Thank you. honey. And,
0: me uh, too. You. I didn't get to meet you, Michael.
4: I, were you there? I, I wouldn't have. I didn't really? Know. No, Travis how was how there. How can uh, you uh,
3: miss uh, the giant Tra- block of muscle? Travis was there.
4: No, he was not. (laughs) Okay. Well, the meet and greet was kind of, you know, everybody was all spread out. And, you know, you had to wait a long time just to say hi to Steffi. So it was like, you know, I had to budget my time. You know what I mean? Yes. But anyways,
3: it was. I I think the fact that that I'm wildly popular goes without saying. It's really wonderful.
0: All right. Thank you, honey. So nice to meet you. Thank you for coming.
3: All right. We will see you again in another one for the Q&A. You'll be the
0: first guy I call Maybe we'll have one in Oakland. Mm
3: -hmm. (laughs) All right. Love you. Baby. Baby. Uh, all right bye bye (laughs) he was cute he's super cute oh his daughter's
4: adorable
3: dan in chicago hello dan
4: hi i just want to make a comment on the uh migrants coming in i remember everybody all of us here are immigrants into this country yes my grandparents came here and lived in a dirt shack floor in the Mm -hmm. early 1900s all the immigrants coming in here in the early 1900s to the Industrial Revolution. Those are the, you know, mostly Eastern European. Those are the guys after World War One and World War Two, and they got their homes destroyed. They kind of built this country. um, And that kind of segues into, you know, 90 to 95% of the people in this country came here in the early 1900s and after that.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: That's another reason I think, come to think of it, why most people don't even believe in reparations. 95 to 97% of the people here today have... Nothing to do with slavery. Came here well after 1900. Oh, okay,
3: that took a long wow. time to
4: get to
10: a
0: vaguely racist conclusion. And that's okay. something we weren't even talking about this morning.
3: Victor She coming off.
0: It's the Stephanie Miller Show.
1: This is my fight.
8: You will have very seldom but you will have the rogue. we call it the road cop the bad apple and perhaps you'll have that also with president but there's nothing you can do about that you're going to have to give the president you're going to have to allow a president any president to have immunity so that that president can act and do what he feels and what his group of advisors feel is the absolute right thing otherwise you're going to have presidents that are totally impotent Mm. And we've had enough of them already. We've had enough of them already. So having immunity is so important. And Mm. I hope the Supreme Court has the courage to do that. Because Mm. otherwise you're just not going to be in a very strong position very long. It'll totally change our country, Mm. in my opinion.
1: Mm. Mm.
3: There's nothing you can do? I feel like there is. I feel like uh, indictments, imprisonment, Mm -hmm. voting against you. I feel like there is something that could be done.
5: He does realize that if... (sighs) the court does grant the immunity claim yes joe biden can can shoot him on fifth avenue uh-huh. well, it's just a suggestion
3: king. it's not a. am not saying i he can declare it's a legal king. uh theory chris it's right. not a, <sighs> okay I mean, Do, what was the other bad analogy he made oh that uh truman would be prosecuted for no uh, he wouldn't that was under his duties as president that Hiroshima. was not the same right thank you thank you very much okay um, lo- another love letter. Thank you, San Francisco. Fant- uh, first sexy liberal of 2024. Save the world tour. Fantastic. Yeah. Uh, See, uh, who's a uh, Celine. Oh, Celine. Good morning, Steph. I heard, um... Oh no, I'm sorry. This is from Nicole, her partner. Good morning, Steph. I heard from Celine. The show was amazing. Last night, she really enjoyed meeting all of you. Unfortunately, I ended up testing positive for COVID last night. They flew from Ottawa. Yeah. We even tested twice to be sure. I told Celine to go without me since she tested negative. We made sure to keep her mask down at all times. Didn't come close to contact with anybody. It sucked because neither of us had gotten COVID until now. My first trip to the U.S. since 2016 and I get COVID WTF. On the whole, our trip to San Francisco was amazing. Not seeing you was a big letdown, but hopefully we'll have a chance to see you. You next time you come to the East Coast, take care, Steph. Keep up the good fight. Your favorite Canadian listeners, Nicole and C- Celine, uh, Viva la resistance. Oui. Yes, they will be coming as our guests to whatever yes. upcoming show they would like. Ah, oh, that was so, in her. It was so great to meet her partner and, yeah. and everybody that came out. Sexyliberal.com. Chicago is the only one that's on sale in August, but there's going to be some
1: maybe a few announcements.
3: More. All right, so stay tuned for that. Um, speaking of, uh, yeah, let's see, where do we start with the Covid tweets. Uh, one tweet: Hundreds of Americans are still dying from Covid nineteen each week. Uh, Paxlovid has been shown to reduce hospitalizations and deaths for the unvaccinated patients at risk of severe disease by nearly ninety percent if started within three days of symptoms. But it's still underused. Why? It's a combination of misunderstanding about who's eligible for Paxlovid, a misunderstanding about whether Paxlovid works, and then sometimes trouble getting uh, prescriptions. So, Jody, you took it. I, did. I didn't. I don't. Ha- you have some underlying conditions i don't have any so and i went to my you know my telehealth visit with dr Redliner. sure yeah he called you i can't get kaiser on the phone yeah he called me yeah <laughs> anyway but i think that's a good uh, a good point that we have tools now that we didn't um another tweet uh 95 of people unmasked at grocery stores people glare at me and look away like i'm disturbing their COVID is gone reality and it pisses them off whatever uh I don't give a. Okay, good. Yes, I was one of the only people with a mask <laughs> in the airport and on the plane. But you know, I, I, a lot of. By the way, a lot of sexy liberals were masked. Thank you, because we're smart and believe in facts and science. Um, Lucy tweets, enjoying my fourth winter with no COVID, uh, the flu, or even a common cold. I may mask in public for the rest of my life. That's smart. Um, none of your business. <laughs> See, Jody's masked today because Chris and I both traveled. And blah blah blah. Even though that, I I think I would be a medical miracle if I got it again after just getting yeah. over it. that would yeah. be, be record. That would be, <laughs> that would be weird. weird. That would be very strange. Yeah, I think I I pretty much had super immunity. Yeah, I don't, I don't. I don't feel like anything can penetrate your muscle mass. So I don't. Yeah, we'll see. Okay. That's, um, that's not how immunity works. That's not no? how any no. of that works. No. Rebecca Jones, who, by the way, must be uh, celebrating Ron DeSantis' humiliation. She was the one, right? Right. She was the. Yeah, he person, fired her yeah. for, you know, doing real facts and science right. about COVID. Right. right. She said uh, Amazon has experienced delays of five days or longer because so many of their drivers are sick. My trash hasn't been picked up in two weeks because so many county employees are sick. But God forbid we take COVID and the flu surge seriously and mandate vaccines during the worst waves for each in almost four years. Yeah. Um, I was wondering, my Amazon packages were late. I was wondering about that. Mm. Uh, okay. Yes, and one last one. Barbara says, um, is, is America facing its biggest measles outbreak in years? Mm-hmm. Georgia becomes the fifth state to report cases already this year, and the FDA warns the anti-vax movement will kill thousands. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. He is... A, Donald Trump is America's clap. He is a syphilitic rapist <laughs> that, is, that is like a disease that we have to somehow... I, I don't know how we... Right. Tim tweets, how does a country as big and powerful as America allow itself to be held ransom by one man? Any other nation on earth would have ended this madness immediately and held the perpetrators uh, accountable by law. The chaos and drama that continues unabated leaves the rest of the world shaking its head in total disbelief. I have I have heard that so many times now from people not from here, even our friends from Canada uh-huh. that just came to sexy liberal. They just it, it, shake their heads. They just can't believe I don't know. Clint Kirshner was very happy, clappy. Justice is coming. Moon. Saturday night. He so was. We shall,
0: hmm? I'm glad he was there. They, uh, he was. He's fantastic.
11: Yes. He
3: uh JR tweets, America's not a racist country, says the American board daughter of Indian immigrants who had to change her name so she wouldn't be bullied by her classmates for having a foreign name. Uh, is that a fair summary, Nikki Haley? Yep. How, first of all, she talks about experiencing racism. So how could she then say we've never been a racist country? This is part of your whole story, right? Is that you... Okay. Brian Tyler Cohen, uh, consumer sentiment surging, inflation plunging, the stock market at an all-time high. This is the kind of economy that Republicans always promise on the campaign trail, only to plunge the U.S. into recession once in office. Republicans talk the talk. Democrats walk the walk. I'm feeling blue wavy this morning. That's why I wear my blue... Sexy liberal. We, well, we already saved democracy. Now we are saving the world. This right, tour. right. Setting our sights a little higher. Yes. Okay. A uh, couple last ones. Bob Scully tweets, the emerging tone of this election for the, from those covering it is uh, patronizing how adorable old Joe Biden's trying to run on his tangible achievements when the bold move is to brag about having more indictments than the great Al Capone that is true. He also says anyone see the Peter Baker interview just now on MSNBC where he pretty much dis- dismissed the Biden administration accomplishments and barely mentioned Trump's legal morass. Um we are going to have to overcome the the you know clickbait ratings driven coverage of this because it just
0: I Well and also neither Iowa nor New Hampshire the Democrats are a part of. And right, so all right, of the coverage right. has been leaning very Republican-heavy because there's nothing that the Democrats have done in those campaigns right. to right. report. So once things start going in earnest in South Carolina, I think yeah. it's in two weeks. Yeah. then we're going to start seeing more fair coverage.
3: Yeah, uh, Nikki Haley celebrated Aron D'Assant's uh, exit she, like she's in Guys and Gals, right? right. She said it's yeah. now one fella and one lady. Uh huh. One fe- guys and gals. Oh, she's guys going, and gals. It's one fella and one lady. One fella really, a fella like fella. a rapist fella, rapist multiple indicted fella. How old timey. Uh, DeSantis, we already played that through a parting shot at what did she what did he call her? Warmed over corporatist Yeah, something don't like know. that. Don't fight. You're all just completely awful. Including, oh, this is uh Von Hilliard, who now the Trump campaign has barred uh-huh. after this viral con- this this uh, interview of Elise Stefan. They're uh-huh. just despicable. These women in this party are despicable. Awful. But listen to this.
1: Bravo
6: is standing by his side while the jury is abating how much to award e. Jean Carroll for being
9: sexually abused by Donald These Trump These
6: are witch hunts against President Trump, whether it's the bogus Jean Carroll. whether it's the bogus case from Tish James who Maybe is a Eve radical who is a radical prosecutor they are all witch hunts against President Trump. no, of course, the- wow. of course not.
3: Wow. Me. I mean that takes some real cognitive yeah. dissonance yeah. to really believe that yeah. every single case and prosecutor and jury, And Vaughn Hill, you brought that up, it's a jury, it's not a, yeah.
6: A jury found that Donald Trump sexually abused her. All Witch hunts against President Trump, and the reason why is because he is pulling ahead of Joe Biden, and Joe Biden is the weakest candidate we've ever seen. No. no, I disagree. No, I don't believe that, and I support President Trump. And you know what? The media is so biased. This is just another example of the media being why out not of touch. Why It's not me. It's not the media. Example. It's a jury hey, yeah, that found that it's he sexually abused E.J. Carroll.
3: Yeah. So of, of course, there. You know, the Trump campaign's move is to ban him. <laughs> right. No, you no, know, because you can't yeah. have anyone. But I mean, good for him. It, just yeah. making the point. This is, this is a, a, a jury. This is not a, a. I mean, the fact that they really are going to say all of this is a witch hunt. Every jury, every uh, what did Trump say? Uh, every civil, all of it is Joe Biden. Joe yeah. Biden's behind all yeah. of it. It's like how is? They don't have to take a second to go. How would that be possible? Hmm. Also, does anyone ask maggots if they notice noticed that he's completely? Uh, a syphilitic and demented sweaty hot mess these days no no
0: they still want to touch him though and have him touch them
3: um let's yeah why don't we get oh let's see oh no rogue cop hang on oh how about climb i would like to hear that yes uh, 18 go here we go
8: and by the way they don't work well in cold weather and they don't go far that's true. Well, they, do. they don't go far. Our oh, electric vehicles. Okay. But it's certainly not uh, great for your climb. Your climb, they call it, climate. No, they don't.
3: Nobody calls it climb. No. no. No one calls it climb. You just misspoke again because you're... <clears throat> no one calls it climb. Nobody does. They call it climb. I just, they climb. Some people say climb it. I say climb. Syphilis is a bitch. Yeah, isn't it? Yeah. Like, syphilitic brainworms are uh, yeah, you know, uh, yeah wow. very destructive. Okay, oh, and here's the part where he's going to run up the uh, tab for E.
8: Carol. Okay. Reed Hoffman is sponsoring this woman mm-hmm. that said terrible things from 30 years ago. He took me, I owned three, four buildings around it, I owned the hotel next to it. Mm-hmm. I took her a, a totally fabricated story. It's all fabricated. Mm-hmm. And mm. the lawyer is a political operative. He used mm. to be very close to Cuomo. Do you ever hear of Cuomo? And a political what? operative. Then you find out they fund it. And we had a special session on funding. When the judge found out that what? it was true that they're funding it, he wouldn't let it as evidence. But that's okay.
3: <sighs> okay. And then also on Truth Social this morning, he is continuing to defame Eugene Carroll. Oh, yeah. and yep. some, okay. <sighs> I don't- is there a number that would make him shut the- No. What is the shut the up, Donnie, number? Exactly. Do we know? Shut the up, Donnie! I don't- Chris, I just- I I help and I help and I help. I I give till it hurts. I- Tranquilizer dart. Mutual of Omaha's Wild Kingdom. You're going to have to- I'm just telling you. Try other more humane methods. I'm just saying. Ultimately. Oh no! This is more bad news for Nikki. New poll shows supporters of Ron DeSantis in New Hampshire are more likely to support Trump than yep. Nikki Haley. Yeah. Oh dear. Um, sixty-two percent say they will support Trump. Thirty only thirty percent of likely DeSantis voters mark Haley as their second choice. She's about uh, fifteen points behind right now. Oh dear.
1: Oh dear.
3: Oh, I think she's going to find out what a racist party they are Yeah. like <laughs> a time? second. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Any second now, Larry in Minnesota. Hello, Larry.
4: I am I'm here. Hi. Hello. Hi. Hi. Oh, Wee, there's a guy and he looks after the West Coast too. Say so I'm way up in Northeast Minnesota between the Appalachians and the Rockies uh-huh. are all sorts of farm properties right. out there. Uh-huh. And all of those wonderful farmers that work so hard are basically stuck to listening to AM radio stations when FM took over, the rich corporations, right-wing corporations bought all those little radio stations AM Uh, North to south, east to west, and those farmers are getting fed manure. On some cold nights, I'll listen to uh, AM radio up and down the dial from way up here, and I'll get Beaker Street, WLS Chicago and stuff. But it it amazes me how many of them tell the same lie, and it's the same pre recorded from somewhere else crap. And thank you so much for taking my call. I'm bailing.
3: Okay. Oh, oh okay. wow. He'll right take then. your answer off the air. Wow. He's a quirky little fella. That
0: was entertaining. Um, Up near Brainerd.
3: Yes. Yeah, as we keep saying, it, Trump was horrible for farmers. Yeah. It's just, just trade war and tariffs and uh, on and on. But you're right. It, it, You know, Chris, if only we'd ever thought of that, that maybe uh, wealthy progressives should fund progressive infrastructure because that's part of, because they have a giant megaphone of lies um, 24-7. You, and, yeah.
0: you asked George Soros. And, I'm,
3: and we're here in my basement doing a little show and uh, flying basic economy that would put you in boarding class uh, six. So I'm just saying... You asked George, George Soros for me. Uh, George Soros, you might want to rethink your no answer to me. I'm just saying. I, seriously, if I hear one more person say, you know, we, 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 multi-liberals really need to get it. <laughs> You've been trying for years to tell them you got to fund, right? Like, our we are like a teeny... T- we're the who's in Whoville, basically. We are. Compared to... But they're right. When you keep asking, why did they vote against their self-interest? That's why. Because they're fed a steady stream of lies from right-wing radio, Fox News, and we... We are struggling just to get basic facts out there. And also farts. Fart jokes. Fart jokes. Because it makes the facts go down
0: easier. Tom Hartman loves a good fart joke.
3: He does. He's giggly on this show. He is. Whenever he's on this show, he's very funny. I don't care how smart he is. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Uh, Victor She coming up. Doesn't
4: anyone notice this? I feel like I'm taking crazy pills.
0: It's the Stephanie Miller Show.
10: Stephanie Miller. Do
1: it Whatever it is. Do it Do it Yeah. Get it.
11: Get it. Do it.
3: Pete in Wisconsin. Hello, Pete. Welcome. You're on
11: the Stephanie Miller show. Good buddy every morning. buddy
3: right I just
11: wanted to say that uh. My uh, my spidey senses are tingly with all of these Republicans falling in line so quickly and so objectively, uh-huh. and which is weird because normally when I talk to you, other bits of me are tingly. But I digress. No,
1: mm-hmm.
11: and I I just I can't help but think you know I don't know if you guys remember this, but uh, I think it was a few October's ago. The Department of Homeland Security and the FBI put out a uh, bulletin basically stating that MAGA wanted to explode a dirty bomb in front of the FBI headquarters in Washington, D.C. Yeah. And so that tells me either they have, the, and this is something for maybe Frank Luglouzi or somebody, I think that tells me that either they have the capability of making a bomb, but they don't have the fissile material, or they have the fissile material and they don't have the capability to make the bomb. But either way, yeah. like, I, I keep coming back to Nicole Wallace, like, everybody knows that something bad is going to happen. Yeah. And, yeah. I, and by I the did, way, I agree I, with I, with Frangela
3: uh, Saturday night. Nicole Wallace needs to get back to work. I don't know what is happening, but she needs to get back on that wall know, for America. She's a new mother. And
11: I, I hate to be doomy and gloomy this morning, but I just I just can't shake that really, really bad feeling. Yeah. Just, and I think it's because it's like, you know, when I see all these Republican defendants. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, no,
3: Pete, it's a hard balance. You're right between, you know, not like being afraid of the bullies because that's exactly what they want. And and, but being aware of the threat, as you say, you know, and Frank uh, Fuguzi talks about that that they are there is a very significant, violent, white supremacist, right wing threat in this country. And,
11: you know, and I think. Go ahead. And I think that's what the Republicans know and understand, because nobody knows their base better than them, because they spent all their time shaping it. And I think they're freaking out now, too. And they're just trying to forestall. They're trying to keep the lid on their constituents for as long as they can. Yeah. And then when they do explode, they can say, oh, not me. I didn't know. Who who cares? You know? Yeah,
3: exactly. The main thing is that Nicole Wallace needs to get back to work. (laughs) Nicole, get up. Come on. Let's go. 29 minutes after the hour, Stephanie Miller Show.
4: President Trump failed, along with Republicans, Paul Ryan and, and, and the guys, they failed in 2018 to actually move a border security bill to tighten this so that we weren't dealing with this crisis right now. They failed to actually get the wall built. President Trump signed 12 continuing resolutions after he said he would never sign another one if they didn't give him the money to finish building the wall. Look, th- this stuff matters, it adds up. I call balls and strikes, uh, this is not hard.
3: Wow, when are they kicking uh, Chip Roy out of the party? Right? By the way, I think it is a combination uh, Roy Rogers and Putt-Putt right outside of Lubbock. The Chip Roy. Okay. So it's it's a place and also a a guy. But that guy's telling the truth too much to be in the Republican Party. I mean, I tell you what. Um, Okay, we've been talking about the Biden campaign is making fantastic use of just Republicans eating their own. Uh Trump stumbling around like a syphilitic, demented bag of these. treasonous bag of trans fats that he is. Um, yeah, Friday, uh, Trump went after Haley at a New Hampshire rally, laboring her a globalist fool, uh, implying he will not pick her as a running weight, and then confused her with Nancy Pelosi several times. Um, he said, uh, it, we played part of it, but he also said, Nikki Haley, you know, uh, do you know they destroyed all the information, all the evidence, everything deleted, destroyed all of it, which, first of all, that's a lie that he right. keeps saying, this the J6 committee. Which Nikki Haley had nothing to do right, with, but right. destroyed. The, they didn't destroy any evidence. Uh, we offered her ten thousand people, soldiers, National Guard, whatever they want. If you did do that, Nikki Haley must have been very confused. Right? Nikki Haley must have been like, "Why would I need ten thousand National Guard at my house?" Right in That's South Carolina. That's big
0: swatting. Yeah, it is. <laughs>
3: yes, Jody. That was funny, Jody. It's masked up because we traveled. All right. it's, it's making her even quieter. Yeah, she's not even
0: putting herself on camera today.
3: No. Why? You still look beautiful. Okay, I masked up for the meet and greet. I that wonder, you know, that was that is my dream is someday people will actually get a picture with me with my face uh, visible again. But we're being safe for now. Okay. Uh, anyway, he said uh, they turned it down. They don't want to talk about that. These are very dishonest people. Yeah, Nikki Haley, what's going on with you, you yeah. big lying whore that you won't Talk about the 10,000 National Guard that you turned down at your house in South Carolina. (laughs) Wow. Okay. Uh, By the way, speaking of good ads, here's another uh, Biden ad uh, on abortion rights. I'm an OBGYN in Texas and a mother
5: of three wonderful children. Having this beautiful, messy, chaotic, but wonderful family, it's the joy of my life. I never thought that I would need an abortion for a planned pregnancy, but I did. Two years ago, I became pregnant with a baby I desperately wanted. At a routine ultrasound, I learned that the fetus would have a fatal condition and that there was absolutely no chance of survival. In Texas, you are forced to carry that pregnancy and that is because of Donald Trump overturning Roe v. Wade. The choice was completely taken away. I was to continue my pregnancy, putting my life at risk. It's every woman's worst nightmare, and it was absolutely unbearable. We need leaders that will protect our rights and not take them away. And that's Joe Biden and Kamala Harris.
8: I'm Joe Biden, and I approve this message. I do, too.
3: Yes, me, too. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, I, they're just... Republicans are so out of step. House Republicans passed two anti-abortion measures Thursday ahead of the uh, March for Life in Washington mm-hmm. uh, along party lines. It, it, it just... I. Do they want, seriously, do they have a death wish this entire party following a Trump right, and just going it. farther and farther? Here's Nikki Haley talking about, oh yeah, I'd sign a national abortion ban. Here we go. 21. 21. Thank you, thank you.
5: She said that you would sign a
6: national abortion ban. Would you? You know it's so interesting because this is a you can't say that to the American people because all you're doing is putting fear and judgment in them.
10: Uh-huh. Yes,
6: I'm unapologetically pro-life, but I don't judge anyone for being pro-choice. I have said I am fine with a federal law.
3: So yes, yeah, you a wins. federal law banning abortion. She's She's fine fine with with that. I, that. Right,
1: right,
3: am Fine with that. Um, Hakim Jeffries talking about this uh, issue yesterday. House
12: Republicans have begun this year the same way that they ended last year, targeting. Women's reproductive freedom. The distinction between Democrats and extreme MAGA Republicans on the abortion care issue couldn't be any clearer. House Democrats believe in a woman's freedom to make her own reproductive health care decisions. It's a decision that should be between a woman, her family and her doctors.
3: Yep. Uh, One more, Hakeem Jeffries.
12: What House Republicans want to do is to criminalize abortion care. House Republicans want to impose a nationwide abortion ban. House Republicans want to undermine reproductive freedom. And that's what the underlying bill that's on the floor right now is all about. Nothing more and nothing less.
3: Yeah, this is still going to be a huge issue, and I don't, men that tell you it's not, I don't know if they're being patronizing, Chris, or condescending, Uh,
1: but I'm just a a chick. So how how would you know?
3: Patrocending. Yeah. Patrocending. Yeah. All right. Hakeem Jeffries, one more.
12: If the legislation that is under consideration was really about improving the opportunity for the children, the infants, the babies of America to live a healthy life, then extreme bank of Republicans would join Democrats in our efforts to bring that about. Yeah, and one last one, uh, Hakeem Jeffries. House Democrats are trying to address the challenges around infant mortality in America. Extreme MAGA Republicans refuse to join us. House Republicans could be working to deal with the challenges around child poverty in America. But they refuse to join House Democrats in our efforts hmm. to yeah. go back to the transformative child tax credit that was part of the 2021 American Rescue Plan.
3: Hmm. But uh, Republicans do support your choice, your body, your choice, uh, your choice to give your children, you know, right. measles and continue to get COVID for, your the next, to, for the next 11 billion years. Or your
0: choice to catch syphilis. Yeah,
3: exactly. Uh, Joanne in Maryland. Hello. Hi, good Hi. morning, good, Stephanie. It's good so morning. It's
6: so great to talk to all you guys.
3: You too. Go ahead.
6: Um, I just have to um get it off my chest, and you guys are my therapy. Um, I'm a public health uh, professional for the past 21 years, and preparedness and response is my specialty. Oh. And I worked the early days of the COVID response, and I quit because it was unsafe and I was burnt out. Yeah. Meanwhile this surgeon general of the state of Florida is spouting all this disinformation and it's directly affected my family. My um, sister-in-law lives in Georgia. So just one state North. She, we go for Thanksgiving, but before that we, you know, ask her to please, you know, get everybody vaccinated. She goes to the pediatrician and he's like, um, I don't recommend it. And, to get the vaccine and now my brother-in-law has covid and i'm like you know uh, nobody listens to anybody it's like i'm yeah in a sense i'm a Well, you have a
3: governor you have ron DeSantis still saying the more boosters you get the more likely you are to get uh, you know to get covid it's i mean it's complete upside down world misinformation it's
6: and you know i'm gonna die Mad about Hillary. Thank you. And I'm gonna die, da- die mad about jerk. A- mm, I can't cuss. Oh. Uh, Donald Trump and all the um, man. Jerk ass. Where you gonna say jerk ass? You can
3: say jerk ass, but okay. Yeah. Go
6: ahead. Oh, okay. Yeah, Jack you can ass. say jerk ass. Oh, okay. yeah. Jerk ass. Jackass, oh, okay. Jackass. Clown ass. All right. Okay. Let's stop <laughs> yeah, there. Yeah, no, let's not overdo it. <laughs> oh, okay. Sorry. All right.
1: That's okay. <laughs> <laughs>
6: Yeah. Well, when are these people be- going to become accountable? People listen to things in the news and It's why we're going into y-
3: reporting it. Yeah, it's why we're going into year 4 or 5, whatever of this bull I mean, it's, it's, uh, look at Jody's mask this morning because Chris and I just traveled, you know, and I just got over COVID, I mean, from traveling. And it, it, and as I was saying, I'm one of the only people in the airport and on the plane with a mask. I mean, it, it is like a, some sort of national insanity that has been inflicted on us it's, by the likes of Donald Trump and Ron DeSantis.
6: And it's total dystopia. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and this has also lowered the bar for acceptance of um illness from other diseases like vaccine preventable diseases yeah um but let alone that we have climate change that's causing these emerging infections to um yeah. uh, affect humans more yeah. and more often and on, on and on um accelerated scale it's yeah. like
3: i think they're introducing a Thank new so like much. malaria vaccine in uh, uh africa i was saying i mean it's just i I'm telling you, Republicans are going to try to bring back every disease right? that is absolutely preventable. And by the way, measles are not just spots. It is a really serious disease that you're, you're, uh, I mean, the fact that you're reading headlines of measles outbreaks in different states, and you knew this was inevitable Mm -hmm. with this ridiculous anti-vax movement.
0: I think Uh, we're going to have a huge outbreak of Kreutzfeldt-Jakob.
3: Yes. Flavin also. Yes. Hi. What?
0: (laughs) Steinberg Flavin? Yes. Yes.
3: Hi, Kevin in D.C. Hi.
13: Oh, good morning good there, morning. guys. Hi. Good morning. Uh, Hi. I, I was just wondering, you know, you look back in history, and forget the don't compare him to Hitler stuff, um, but you look back in history and you people often wonder how did this funny-looking man with a quite unpleasant voice enact uh, <laughs> and, 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 and get, you know, so many people to act crazy and do such hideous things? Yeah. Well, I'm living through it because I look at this funny-looking, bloated,
3: uh, by the way, with the unpleasant voice, I, yeah, I was just mm-hmm. going to say, um, John Fugelsling does a hilarious bit about Ron DeSantis being interviewed by Laura Ingram, and I'd forgotten they both have really the most annoying oh, yeah.
13: voices. <laughs> They're awful. Hi, Ron. Welcome.
6: Yeah. Oh, thank you, Laura. <laughs> it's just like,
13: oh, Yeah, that that would that would be. So sexy coming at me. Uh, um, with God, that
3: and anyone question. that knew yeah, Ron DeSantis knew on. he was going to be a disaster. Yeah. That he's just mean. He's charisma free. He's a horrible. He's you know got a glass jaw. He's just like touchy yeah, and he's, oversensitive. He's a boner killer. Oh yes, yeah. thank you. Chris. Yeah.
13: <laughs> and this is what I. This is what I don't understand. Is exactly what I, I, I don't get. Because not only does the effect again, um, um, Republicans, uh, this behavior, and and you, you, you have people saying, I don't care what he's done. I don't care that he's been been in court been found guilty of raping a woman which should be you know he should be out of there there but even liberals who some of them who say like one of the reasons I, I, i'm not going to vote for biden is because of the, the israeli palestinian thing right. but they don't have the brains enough to think to put their head okay this guy it loves Bibi, who is saying i don't want to two-state solution i just want to keep warring yeah. don't you think that trump will be much worse if oh, my God, Trump goal. would let
3: Netanyahu do whatever he wants. Are you kidding? Yeah, he moved, sure. the, you know, the, the embassy without with getting got nothing in return, nothing on the settlements and all that stuff that actually helped cause what's what's happened now. It's just ugh, the whole thing. Yeah, is... So
13: we're supposed to be a smart side. So why can't that should be something that a fifth grader can see two steps ahead. Why can't they see that? If you honestly, honestly are mad at BB and don't want that positive and whatnot, Trump will. Ex- uh, 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 Thank you. Well, exacerbated. Five times worse so why yes is that, it, he will that's turn why- the middle
3: east into an even bigger syphilitic mess in yes. his hands hmm. okay we have don't you give me that look you know it's true uh, all right victor she the yeah. stem cell of the stephanie miller show that uh, the children are the future and victor she will join us for the hour coming up
1: family yes family
0: it's the stephanie miller show
2: Steffi Fly. Fly. Steffi Fly. Fly. Steffi
1: Fly. Up, up to the sky.
3: Yeah, it is the Stephanie Miller show. uh it's she coming up. Yeah, joining us for the hour. Uh, okay, we, uh, <clears throat> Representative Dina Titus of the Democrat of New York, Representative Robert Garcia mm-hmm. talking about, I, I, just again, this obvious glaring, as they go into this Hunter Biden thing, the obvious glaring Trump family thing. Yeah.
6: You know, before we get too carried away throwing out accusations about children taking money because they're part of the Biden family, let me remind you it's not just about taking money. There are situations where the person who is in the White House has rented rooms to people from foreign countries in his hotel, whose daughter has made franchise deals with certain foreign powers, who has uh, sold products and scholarships to certain foreign powers. So let's be a little careful about how we throw out those accusations. People in glass houses, you know the saying.
3: Yes, we do. Yes, we do. Okay uh representative garcia
10: mr speaker i recently joined colleagues in the house oversight committee in releasing a report confirming what we've known all along that donald trump and his family especially the kushners participated in the largest presidential grift in history we have records of 20 foreign governments funding millions through trump properties and into, and into donald trump's pockets while he was president all in violation of the u.s constitution and this is just the tip of the iceberg
3: Yeah, exactly. They only did like two years, I think. Uh, One last one. We've
10: only been able to access payments and illegal gifts from four Trump properties. Trump owns hundreds of properties and businesses. And despite the attempted cover-ups, we can still prove that Trump and Jared Kushner were making national security decisions while he and his family were getting bribes and paid by the same foreign powers. Millions were being spent by countries like China and Saudi Arabia. And we need immediate answers on why Jared Kushner got a $2 billion investment fund just months after leaving the White House. We've been raising the alarm on this issue over and over. The corruption is unacceptable.
3: Yeah. Um, by the way, you can see why they don't want Hunter Biden to give public testimony. Yeah. This headline this morning, James Comer slammed for cherry-picked release of Hunter Biden's PALS testimony. Uh, they said, not, no, not two hours after we left Mr. Morris's transcribed interview, you issued a press statement with cherry-picked, out-of-context, totally misleading descriptions of what Mr. Morris said uh, they wrote to Comer. We do not have to have uh, need to have this dueling rendition of what Mr. Morris actually said. Just release the full transcript. Well, that's why they don't want it, because this is exactly what they want to do to hunter yep. biden yep. um okay uh norman in woodstock illinois hey norman
11: hi steph good hi. morning good morning happy clappy everybody yay listen i have the feeling that you're going to be very disappointed when you find out that those lesions on the orange jesus's hands are not lesions no. they're stigmata are stigmata. they
3: stigmatas because okay. god did, did send him god made him he sure. did it yeah. himself he's a god warrior <laughs> all right no one made a little funny he made a little homemade joke yeah he did yeah a little oh homemade. My god, he made a little homemade uh, joke dish to pass that was very lovely okay all right uh, um yeah i we were saying thank god i think it just how bad does trump's dementia have to get before the media starts mentioning it more Um, Jonathan Lemire, who's been covering Trump for Mm -hmm. 20 years, has been talking about it. He said, I think it's going to be uh, harder and harder for the campaign to manage this guy and just my opinion, he looks like he's in a serious state of decline and seriously is so confused. He said, when I was a metro reporter with New York Daily News, we covered Trump from time to time, 15, 20 years ago. It's very clear he's not the same guy he was then and that post-presidential immunity also had the great uh, Trump tell of this era, which is when he goes to all caps. This is something that feels like uh, not only, of course, a scary projection of what could come in a second Trump term where he would say, I can do whatever I want and I can't be prosecuted. Um, But yeah, but the fact that he's also clearly demented and in, you know, mental... Oh my God, did he... Did I read some transcript of him talking about cognitive, about whatever test? Oh yeah. Over and over again, where you're like, oh my God, you are proving that you would fail a cognitive test because you just keep saying it and it's okay. All right. Oh, and then six, give me 16. This is more of his like, oh, you know, what are you going to do? You just... you." President breaks the law.
11: And, uh.
8: But it's a little bit like the police. So you have a is it? rogue cop. You know mm. what a rogue cop is. Mm-hmm. Very yes, seldom, illegal. But you have bad Criminal. people. Criminal. You have mm-hmm. people, no matter mm-hmm. where, no matter what. People. In the church, people. you have some people that aren't so good, right? Mm, yes. But you have people, a rogue cop or a bad apple, whatever. And what they do is they make it so that you catch, so that it can't happen.
1: Hmm. Mm hmm. Okay. Go ahead. Yeah.
8: And therefore, everyone else is allowed to commit crimes, murders, like, oh. at levels that we've never seen before.
1: Mm-hmm.
8: No, they are. We're going to have to do this. Immunity for the president. Are if we? you have a president mm-hmm. that doesn't have immunity, he's never going to be free to do anything because the opposing party will always indict him mm, as no, soon as he no. leaves the White House. Mm. And you can't let that happen. You can't. You take away all of the power of the mm-hmm. presidency. It'll be a different country.
3: Mm. Jody, um, I forget how many other... Presidents have been indicted. Charged with ninety one crimes.
5: Uh that would be zero. Okay,
3: okay. That's what I wasn't I'm not good at math. I didn't think I'd have to use no, that I do later math. in life. I hmm?
5: do math in my head. Yeah. I well
0: You're the only one on this show who can do that. I'm a good at math person. <laughs> <I'm>,
3: <laughs> um wow. Yeah, his arguments get more and more ridiculous, don't they? For you know, like having SEAL team six yeah assassinate opponents. Yep talking about world war Two, it's like you'd prosecute no I, I, you can't these are there are things president doesn't in the right. they're not these are not you don't get prosecuted over policy no. differences no, otherwise right? he would have
6: been prosecuted for his covid policies
3: yes and george bush would be in the hague where he belongs but that's another story for another day hmm. all right 58 minutes after the hour victor she next
0: It's The Stephanie Miller Show.
1: This is my fight song, take back my life song, prove that I'm alright song, and I don't really care if nobody else believes, cause I've still got a lot of fight left in me.
2: Trumpism has moved beyond Trump, look, uh, and, and coming from the Republican base like I do, Republican voters want a son of a bitch. They want a jerk. They want an authoritarian. (laughs) They want an ass. They want someone cruel to be their nominee. DeSantis was cruel, and he tried to give them that. But as Simon said, Trump is cruel, but Trump's got charisma. He does does the Trump thing. DeSantis is cruel without any charisma.
1: Ah,
3: fantastic. It's the Republican brand. Yep. Okay. Bye-bye. Goodbye. Desantis. Okay, uh, have we mentioned before that I believe children are the future? I believe that. Yeah. I believe the children are future. Yes. Particularly the ones uh, that host uh, uh, Gen, I Gen Politics with uh, Jill Weinbank. That's right, Victor. She. Hey, Victor. Yay. Good morning. Hi, Victor. Hi Thanks. there. Thanks so much. It's raining,
14: but it's all good because I get to see you. I know. I
3: know. Exactly. Well, I got to tell you, you wrote a piece that I saved because I love your stuff so much. You said, ignore the polling panic. Why I'm confident Gen Z will elect uh, Joe Biden again. And on cue, new CBS poll has Joe Biden carrying young voters by 27 points. Uh, This one, he's leading uh, Trump by 62 to 35 percent. Um, And again, you know, this is uh, uh, another uh, this tweet says yet the media keeps pushing this insane narrative about Gen Z supporting Trump. I mean, it really is. We are fighting another battle against the media, aren't we?
14: We so are. I mean, the the headlines and the polls have been so inaccurate and they try to paint this narrative, that, like you said, and like I wrote in that piece, that Gen Z is somehow losing or that, you know, Donald Trump is getting the support of Gen Zers. When that's simply not the case. You look at Iowa, for instance, last week and Trump got 51 percent of the total vote. But when you look at the number of um, young people who actually voted for him, it was only 21 percent of young people who voted for him. I would suppose that's still too high for uh, my liking, but it's still, I mean, he's losing support among young people. Young people know who Donald Trump is. And if there's any poll out there that shows that Donald Trump is leading with the youth vote, I think it's um, worth it to kind of view it with a skeptical eye. And and a lot of those polls that we're seeing from, you know, New York Times and from a lot of other outlets, the only way they um, use to reach out to voters is by phone calling. And, you know, I think anyone who knows a young person in their life, would know that it's hard to get them to pick up a phone from a random person. Oh, you can't even um, call your, on their listen. cell phone. Exactly. The other, the right, landline. Right. Are you kidding? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, but that's the only way that they're reaching out to younger voters. But when then when you look at polls that actually use um, a wide array of polling yeah. um, methods, like online surveys, text messages, they have young people up 20, 30 points, um, same as it was in 2020. And so I, I'm not so concerned. You know, that doesn't mean we don't, don't have work left, but it's it's, I think, you know, we don't have to yeah. pay attention to some yeah. of those polls that are, I think, causing us to feel doom and gloom.
3: Our, uh, our youngin that uh, works with us, uh, Sean Kamisky, who yeah. <laughs> I'll never forget the first time he said, you you called me. Don't, <laughs> don't do that. Just text me. Yeah. Just... <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you know, he's like, Grandma, no, no. don't. <laughs> um yeah, you um, you said you've been doing you know a lot of this media s- criticism, which I love. You just said, "Hey, NBC and the New York Times." You wrote that Donald Trump appeared to have mixed up Nick- Nikki Haley for Nancy Pelosi. You know, he did mix them up. Your inability to clearly call out Trump's gaffes and your incessant focus on President Biden is getting uh, really effing exhausting. I mean, that's the thing. I don't care about age, Victor. It's like we're taking crazy pills. You you've been to the yeah. White House several times. You've seen Biden speak. I have yet to to understand what they're talking about. He's riding his bike. He's doing, you know, one-legged, you know, uh, stretches, <laughs> which I can't even do. And here's Trump is just <laughs> a too. sweaty, incoherent, demented mess. Yep. And yeah. it, it, it feels like, I feel like just now they're starting to kind of cover it. Because how can you ignore it? Because it wasn't like right. one time. He said the Nikki Haley thing over and over and over again, right?
14: Yeah, yeah. No, I, it does feel like the media is out to get Biden at any chance they get. And I, I just can't help but think about it. there was this one really great analysis by Media Matters that looked at how much time all the cable networks focused on Biden's age versus Trump's age. And they yeah. focused on Biden's age way more. than. And it wasn't just like double, triple. It was like quadruple, you know, five times, six times the amount of um, coverage they spent on Biden's age compared to Trump's age. But it's I mean, the same with. You know, just like simple headlines and 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 things that they use to kind of phrase their articles. I mean, like that tweet said. I mean, appears to have. I mean, he did mix up yeah. uh, Nikki Haley and Nancy Pelosi, and I, I don't know why the media can't just call out like that um, because we know that if Biden did the same, they would be all up against you, you know they they would be calling him out um, at every turn that they can. So I think there's just this double standard. I don't know if it's because Biden looks old, but it, it, it's 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 to me really disturbing and i yeah. think um one of the kind of most dangerous signs of the fact that our media still hasn't learned compared to 2016 and 2020
3: you know and as we were talking about a, a recent discussion with uh, Rachel rachel or who you know but just about yes. polling yeah. you know that republicans tend to just be so much more tribal than we are like they were saying like totally, his base yeah. just never even during covid when he did a disastrous job they're like nope he's doing a great job you know like and they were she was talking about how the minute biden took office you know they said all the economy's terrible i mean it's just so part of it like the polling who cares like they're so tribal that they're never going to say trump did anything wrong or biden did anything right right yeah
14: yeah I, I i mean they're, they're out to get biden I, I i truly believe that and you look at even i mean what's happening in or what happened last week with the um, immigration deal in the house i mean they said point blank and speaker mike johnson said point blank after receiving a bipartisan immigration deal that he doesn't want to act because president biden is the person who is in the white house there's just this kind of refusal to do anything because it's a democrat in the white house and you're right i mean they, they aren't afraid to Say that out loud. And, and I hope that everyone actively root against
3: America. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes, I've never they're seen it. Actively root
14: against America because of politics, because of the person who's occupying the White House. And, you know, Jill and I, we have this conversation so much about just how different times are now compared to just 60, 50 years ago when there was a sense of bipartisanship that you could put politics aside. But now there doesn't seem to be any of that whatsoever. And I hope that when people find you know, someone to blame, they aren't blaming President Biden for what's going on. They're looking at what, you know, Speaker Johnson's doing, what House Republicans are doing, and they're blaming them Um, Because they're truly, I think, the ones to blame here.
3: Well, this is what I love about your, you know, positive energy, just in person, on your podcast, on Twitter. You know, you said President Biden entered office facing numerous challenges, a broken government from the previous administration, a nation divided after a president who denied the 2020 election and incited an insurrection, a nationwide pandemic, a shattered image at home and abroad because of Trump. I mean exactly those of us that believe in facts know what a hot mess (laughs) trump left behind and you said if anyone could fix our nation's challenges and make the progress we needed it was president biden he had the experience he had the compassion he had the leadership skills necessary for the moment and boy did he rise to the occasion and prove naysayers wrong um i mean i we just keep saying like eh, Democrat we don't tend to be as tribal you know we tend to criticize our own when we feel it's necessary but it's hard to argue with these economic numbers isn't it's like the math is you know it's not the as I call it one of the bs subjects that you can just fill out do you have blue books still to fill out the blue book (laughs) yeah we still have blue books actually you do wow (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like yeah you said because of you also tweeted because of president biden we're now in one of the biggest economic booms and booms yeah. in recent history over 14 million jobs added historic low unemployment wages up inflation falling consumer confidence sky high historic small business creation bidenomics is working i mean i i don't know why we just don't keep putting up the graph that donald trump's the only president right. that lost right. jobs yeah. look at the graph yeah. he's lost, he lost jobs how is that yeah. had that guy even in the running for president Forget yeah, I, everything I, else. I, I right? I
14: mean, the fact that we're even talking about a possible second Donald Trump term is is revolting and it's so mind-boggling on every level. But you know, I want to go back to something that you said, which is just all that President Biden has accomplished. And look, I was actually, you know, I supported President Biden in the prime, or I guess then candidate Joe Biden in the yeah. primaries, and he, you know, he ran a campaign all about unity and trying to fix government and him being sort of the bipartisan fix that government needs. And I was honestly a little bit skeptical when he um, said that. I, I didn't think that he would be. As historic as he as he you know currently is, but he clearly is, and I think it's really worth it to just take a step back and look at everything he's gotten done. You know, over the past weekend, um, it was a three year anniversary since he got inaugurated, and you just look at everything he's passed from you know, a bipartisan infrastructure act, which Trump tried to do, but he couldn't. You look at the Inflation Reduction Act, lowering the price of insulin, student loan relief. I mean, it can go on and on and on. And at some point, you just have to, you know, whatever criticism you have of President Biden, you just have to step back and look at the two choices yeah, in front student, of student you student and, and loan, look at Student, student loan, loan debt relief, ahead I, I of totally. schedule, right? Yeah, yeah, ahead of schedule, and he found a way to do it, even despite this far-right Supreme Court. And I, I think it's really worth praising... Um, on many levels. You know, he has not been a perfect president. No president is perfect, but he has gotten so much done for just ordinary Americans. And I would say even for, you know, all Americans, I mean, you see Republicans touting the Inflation Reduction Act and the Bipartisan Infrastructure Act, when they all voted against it, you know. I mean, yeah. so these Republicans know how beneficial these policies are for their constituents, and uh, I think we have to start saying it's because of President Biden. Yeah. We have to be proud and loud well, about that going into the election.
3: You made a good point about it too, Victor. On uh, Twitter, you said despite having a narrow majority, I mean, what he's done. Without those majority, I mean, people talk about LBJ or whatever. Do you know the majorities he had? I mean, you said despite having a narrow majority in the House and a tied Senate during the first term, he managed to pass, as you said, inflation reduction, historic climate change investment, lowered the cost of insulin, bipartisan infrastructure at CHIPS and Science Act, gun reform and more. I mean, I think, you know, back in the lens of history, Victor, it's going to be extraordinary what he accomplished. Yeah,
14: yeah. I mean, I, I really think generations to come are going to read sort of this presidency as both, you know, what are the factors that led into this presidency? And, you know, we mentioned January 6th, this you know, shattered image, both domestically and abroad, how President Biden was able to fix those things and then also build on those things by passing these historic measures. And, you know, I really think it's it's a presidency that's going to go down in history as, as one of the best um, in modern history. And, and I, you know, I, I loved Obama, but I really think that this presidency, for so many kind of reasons, and from, you know, a narrow Senate to all of these things, I mean, they've gotten so much passed on such a, you know, small, little margin. And I yeah. think that's uh, really going to be studied for, for decades to come.
3: Victor, I'm sure you've been asked this a million times, how big is Gaza going to be an issue for young people, uh, you know, in a, well, not quite a year yet, but it, obviously at election time, because it, I guess it's heartbreaking to those of us that watched, you know, George Bush get us into an illegal war, you know, attack the wrong country, (laughs) attack us on 9-11, to kind of go, you know, Biden, I think, is doing the best he can in just a horrifically difficult situation. It's not his war. He didn't get us into it. American troops, you know, people people made analogies to Vietnam. I'm like, huh? (laughs) Like, you know, I... I, I hate Hamas and Netanyahu, you know what I mean, But like I feel like you know yeah. he, he's trying to manage this the best he can. and it, it's it, it, the whole situation is heartbreaking to most all of us decent people right. in this country. But talk to us you about know, that yeah. a little
14: bit. It, it, it is definitely heartbreaking. You know, being on a college campus, I have friends who are both Muslim and Jewish, and I can tell you I mean, the, the the general feeling is just one of you know, they're they're scared, they're in fear. you know, no one should have to live with this. You know, anti-Semitism, Islamophobia are both on the rise on college campuses across America. Um, And, you know, this is a big issue for a lot of people. Like you said, you know, we don't like to see war. We don't like to see people dying for no reason. And I think it's important to always center sort of the human aspect of um, what's happening right now. And, And I agree with you. I think Biden's doing the best he can. I think there's a lot of things that, you know, again, he hasn't been perfect with his response, but there was a Piece that was uh, written in the Wall Street Journal yesterday about how um, President Biden is putting pressure on Netanyahu. He's doing the best he can to, I think, yeah. go behind the scenes diplomatically and do it in sort of that way, which I know is unsatisfying to a lot of people. But he is trying to work out these deals. As we all remember, there was a humanitarian pause for a little bit, getting aid into Gaza, getting hostages out. That worked for a little bit. And then Hamas broke that. And so I think it's hard to deal with sort of what's going on on the yeah. ground right now. But, you know, we, we hope that, I, you know, this is going to be solved. Hopefully soon, um, yeah. and and the way you know, it's I think the closer. Yeah, and, go ahead.
3: And your way, the, the way it's you know echoing here in America, and as you say, right. particularly on college campuses. Right. I mean, it, you know, it's heartbreaking the, the stories, of, as you say, a lot of the Jewish students that are terrified and under attack. And I watched an interview with this poor Palestinian kid that's in a wheelchair now, yeah. you know, that yeah. got shot for you know wearing the, the traditional i mean it's just ugh, you know that's what made that seems so yeah. senseless to me like what what is that going none of those people that are being attacked here have anything to do with middle east policy right. on either side right right, right.
14: yeah and, and i think you know we have to be critical about netanyahu and we have to be able to separate out The Jewish people and the people in Israel from Netanyahu, which I don't think speaks for most Jewish people. I mean, he's his administration. I think has been really bad for most Jewish people, and most Jewish people don't like him. And so, I think it's important to separate that. It's also important to separate Hamas from Palestinians. You know, Hamas is a terrorist organization, and they don't represent most Palestinian lives. And I think we just have to be clear about that. And, And one thing about sort of what this administration has done in regards to the Islamophobia and also the anti-Semitism. I mean, they've really gone to college campuses and listened. Um, The second gentleman has been one of the best, I think, surrogates for combating anti-Semitism. President Biden has sent surrogates out to, um, you know, Michigan and other places where um, the Muslim populations are high. And and they've listened to them and they've really understood their concerns. The administration I've heard is doing calls with them. Uh, senior, you know, Arab and Muslim officials to get really understand their perspective. And I think it's important that they're listening. And, um, you know, there was this one moment where I think President Biden made some mistake, but he apologized afterward. I thought that was an important moment for a leader. You know, he made a mistake, but then he apologized. That's important. Well,
3: humility. That's new new in American politics. Wow.
0: The left roars back.
10: Ah! It's the Stephanie Miller Show.
1: Stephanie
13: Miller. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Stephanie Miller show playing all the music the kids are listening to. Yeah. Yeah. Victor, she is with us. us. Wow. Look at this resume for being like a t- tiny stem cell. Uh, host of On the Move with Victor, she co-host IGen politics with Jill Weinbanks, columnist of Resolute Square, strategy director for Voices uh, Voters of Tomorrow and fancy man who went to the White House for a holiday party. Jody Hamilton notes. <laughs> you are a fancy man.
1: Great not- to be back. <laughs> yes.
3: Yeah, I love the picture of you with uh, uh, Biden. You said it was the greatest honor of my life to have been a small part in helping elect Biden in 2020. Today, exactly three years after he was inaugurated, he has been the most successful pro-youth president of my lifetime i can't wait to help re-elect him and vice president harris um god bless you and god bless the united states as donald trump would say uh, With his god day. bless
8: yeah. the united states all right
3: uh, victor is going to save uh, america yes, from all of him. us boomers that have no, no. his country
14: all
0: of us all of us okay boomer yeah
3: okay whatever <laughs> boomer <laughs> thanks for totally helping my country now i gotta fix this um yeah you would just i love this tweet thread you said biden harris fought to protect fundamental rights republicans wanted overturned signed respect for marriage act protecting lgbtq and interracial couples they travel around the country post Dobbs fighting for abortion rights and more they've completely reshaped our judiciary confirming the first ever black woman to the supreme court to appointing a historically diverse and exceptionally qualified slate of judges to the federal judiciary no democrats has ever reshaped our courts like biden has amazing not to mention all this administrative uh, he has done when it comes to forgiving student loans expanding mental health care protecting veterans establishing a new office to combat gun violence combat cancer and so much war we should be so grateful um, that's all we can do victor right is just keep yeah. Like I think you talked about that in your piece about that's one of the biggest uh, predicators is talking person to person to your peers right, right? about right. about what Biden Yeah, does.
14: absolutely. Because there's there's actually some really interesting studies that show that the most effective messengers to reach um, young people, especially, aren't elected officials or people who are older than them. It's just their peers. That's people who yeah. um, you know are their age and and they are trusted messengers when it comes to getting that message across. And so I think it's all about yeah, getting people you know, of, of similar ages to talk to each other about the successes yes. of this administration. Definitely. I also don't want to downplay got also... we got much more to ask you, know, you about
3: but, that yeah. next on yeah. The Stephanie Miller Show.
9: In a matter of weeks, Sean... He'll be endorsing Donald Trump as a nominee for the Republican Party.
3: Our psychic Governor McDreamy, Gavin Newsom, (laughs) said Ron DeSantis will be bending the knee any second now. yeah, Victor. We've been talking. Victor, she is with us. Yes. Hooray! Yay. Our Yay. T- official stem cell of the Stephanie Miller show. Um,
14: <laughs> <laughs> I, I got to say, that's the best title I think I have. Yes. Yes. Uh, you have a
3: lot, of, and you have a lot of titles. Yeah. Um Can I just say I sa- <laughs> I saved this piece for you? I think it was on CNN. What broke the American dream for millennials? Because, and I know you're not a millennial. You're a, a stem cell, but um, <laughs> but you know. I, I have to say, Victor, part of this, I really, you know, like our friend Sean Comiskey, who's, you know, uh, was our former producer who comes back and helps us from time to time. It is, I, I have to tell you, uh, I and pretty much everyone I know could not even vaguely afford to buy the house they live in now.
1: Oh, God, no.
3: Right. And and so, like, I have a great deal of empathy for, you know, kids your age, but millennials. I mean, this story just had they focused on one couple. She said, I think a lot of millennials were forced into saying you need a four year degree in order to be successful at 18. You're signing up to be one hundred thousand dollars in debt before you even really know how to make the yeah. best decisions for yourself. I think we need to change that narrative. Uh, Rachel and Garrett yeah. know how lucky they are. Both have steady work. Parents who they were able to live with temporarily while they save for a down payment. Critically, they also have a tenant. Rachel's younger sister moved in shortly after they bought their house helping them pay the mortgage while saving herself from an increasingly unaffordable rental market but the couple still feels like they're on a knife's edge their day-to-day lives are dictated by the spreadsheet where they meticulously manage every dollar going in and out this is the american dream rachel says but at what cost what are we paying for the american dream now there's a perception so prevalent in post-covid america it's practically become a cliche the economy is good but the vibes are bad Having skirted an actual recession last year, we entered a vibe session in which virtually all economic data suggests the U.S. is thriving, but people aren't quite feeling the effects. Right, so, right. And it's not just your age group, obviously, dealing with this, but that, that is significant for, you know, kids with student debt and trying to buy a house. I mean, it, it really – how did we – I mean, I have never heard the term vibe session, but it's really true. Like, first of all, you have the yeah. voters that are just so tribal that they will say the economy's crap because they don't like Joe Biden. And they, you know, they want to say, oh, it was better when Trump was in when provably that's not true. Right. So how do we talk to us about how we talk about this to people?
14: Yeah. You, you know, it's actually it, it's it's something that President Biden often talks about, which, you know, it's it's part of the center of his administration, which is all about giving Americans the breathing room that they need because like the piece sort of echoed no one should have to be living off of you know spreadsheets and having to calculate you know every penny that they spend it's why he has you know helped small businesses it's why he's forgiven student loans just to give people a breathing room they need but the only problem with sort of i think that they're coming up against is that like you said people aren't feeling the successes of this economy mm-hmm. people aren't absorbing i think the facts you know you can talk about the stock market reaching an all-time high. You can talk about unemployment being an all-time low. You can talk about jobs now on the on the rise, inflation on the uh, on on the fall, but people aren't really feeling that. And that's I don't know how you bridge that divide. You know, Jill and I we've had these conversations with economists, with communicators, and it's sort of you know unsettling when you tell someone something that runs against what they're actually experiencing and what they're actually seeing. But I think a lot of people still haven't really processed or absorbed that sort of economic positivity. Um, And I don't know if I have the answer, but I think it's all about sort of going back to um, a point you mentioned, you know, everyone talking to each other, right? What are the positives in your life? And and hopefully that'll have an effect on um, other people
3: yeah well i mean I, I i think that's you know that's a good point that that uh, uh sorry what i lost i'm I, sorry grandma lost the thread oh no no i'm back no i'm back okay. um <laughs> <laughs> no but just you're right the, the difference between you know, people's perception and their reality. Um, You know, I was like, I was saying, I bought my house like 20 years ago, but again, that's why I think it's so important what Biden's doing on student debt alone. I mean, that people don't get how good that is for the economy. It's not, you know, because people have this stupid, like, screw you, I had to pay my colleges, you should have to pay your, it's they don't understand that what it's like to be a kid with college debt trying to buy a house. It's impossible in a lot of markets, you know? And so it's, it's, uh, I think that's why it's so important not just for these kids and their future, but for the economy. You know, if you want people to have money to buy houses and stimulate the economy, it's just, it it just seems like the whole template. I thought it was insane when I went to clearly a substandard school, USC, as opposed to your UCLA. It still cost a boatload back in, you know, the early 1900s when I went. Um,
14: Oh, the Trojans. (laughs) (laughs)
3: you know but anyway in your piece you and we mentioned this before the break victor but you just said enlist young people themselves to communicate the message in a specific and personal way about what biden's done you said studies have proved the most effective messengers aren't politicians or adults they're peers um so the point is shut your pie hole cast a cocoon let us handle this (laughs) but you're right like that's that's you know and what do you find victor when you're talking to your peers because a lot of people are like oh i don't I don't do politics. I don't pay attention, right?
14: Yeah. No, I mean, it's, it's, uh, that's, I think, one of the biggest things I get is that people still don't pay attention to politics. And, you know, it makes sense. People, my age, uh, I think they're, they're well known to be procrastinators. I'm guilty of that too. You don't study for a final exam till the week before. And I think same with elections, most young people just aren't tuning into elections this far in advance, but that doesn't mean we can't start messaging sort of the importance of this election um, starting now. Uh, I, one of the things I hear most often from my peers is that they still don't know necessarily what President Biden has done. And um, I, I think it speaks to the importance of this campaign and President Biden getting on those sources where young people um, consume your information because we aren't really listening to or watching to uh, watching MSNBC or Fox or CNN yeah. or any of the cable traditional media networks. We're reading social media and that's how most of us consume our information. And so I think it's important for the campaign to really be on those sites in an aggressive Um, Way they're starting to get on there a little bit more, um, but I don't think it's at the pace that they need to be getting those 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 sites. Um, And then in the meantime, I think it's really important just for you know peers to be talking to each other about this administration. You know, when I talk to my friends who don't really know about what this president has done, and then they listen to you know that rap sheet that we we mentioned, they're really impressed. But I think it just takes one at a time. People really have to I think spread the word and and make it you know known uh, this far out.
3: And you might want to mention to them how wildly entertaining the Stephanie Miller show is.
14: <laughs> yes, yeah, absolutely. You get your facts
3: with fart jokes and, you know, D-jokes. Um, okay, kids love that. Yeah, yes, of course. Yeah. I love the way you put it. You said 2024 it will be the hungriest constituency that will once again be what makes or breaks Joe Biden's reelection prospects uh, this time around, though, the hungriest constituency is young voters who will account for the largest, most desert, uh, diverse voting cohort of any age group, which is why Republicans are so frantic to stop you from voting, yeah. which I hope creates yeah. a huge backlash, by the way.
14: Yeah, I, I actually wrote a, the the piece I wrote before that was all about um, how Republicans are restricting the vote of young people and it's because they know that they can't win this mostly diverse demographic, uh, the largest demographic in America in 2024 and so they're resorting to having to suppress votes Um, and some of the examples I researched were chilling. A state like Texas, if there's a bill right now pending in the state legislature that would ban Every college polling location. So yeah. if you're a student at UT Austin, yeah. you would have to try, travel miles to even access uh, the polling location. there uh, Other states are increasing uh, the number of IDs that you need. You know, it's you so can blatant. Buy yeah, you can't change, use a student use ID, but you can use
3: a gun ID. I mean, it's just so blatant writer. their efforts. You it's, know,
14: it's so it's so chilling and it's so perverse and it's so just anti-democratic. And so I think, you know, Republicans know I think the threat of Gen Z and. It's why Gen Zers can't stand them because they aren't engaging with us. um, They aren't listening to us. They aren't including us in their policy platforms. Instead, they're trying to do everything they can to suppress our votes. And I think most young people are sick and tired of that.
3: Yeah, yeah. Um, By the way, that's not an age thing. I never did a paper until the night before it was due either. So, (laughs) procrastination is not an age thing. (laughs) 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 And I promised every time I wasn't going to do it again. (laughs) Um, So, the last part of your piece, you said, and Z1's politicians to meet them where they are. And you said that's why it's important that, uh, for instance, Vice President Harris is still like a hugely successful college tour that barely gets any coverage. But you just said the more young people in the broader electorate can understand that while there may be some disagreements with President Biden, 2024 is fundamentally a choice between democracy and anti-democracy. The more it will raise the stakes of not voting. That's the thing that yeah. always breaks my yeah. heart that we can't seem to move the needle on is the number of people, almost half this country that just does not vote at all it you doesn't know, think it matters
14: you know. yeah and, and then there's also a large um segment of our population that still believes in trump's conspiracy theories and lies and election related um you know conspiracy theories it, it's just so depressing to think about how many yeah. people fall for that type of stuff but you know going back to the the choice that faces our democracy i think some of president biden's best speeches have been when he talks about democracy um you know he gave a speech just a couple of weeks ago about the importance of this election and and the threat that Trump and MAGA Republicans still pose on the well-being of our democracy. And it was one of his most passionate and strong Mm -hmm. and vigorous speeches yet. And I think the campaign really has to lean into that. And like we saw in 2022, in 2023 as well, um, this issue really resonates with voters. It's yeah. not just some sort of esoteric issue. I think yeah. voters really understand, and, or starting to understand it. Hopefully, um, the the importance of protecting democracy and, and Joe Biden. I think is really one of the best, most kind of strong people out there who is really pushing for this because he knows. Yeah, what he and Here's I'm
3: another issue. You know, you bring up Texas. Is yeah. you know, three dead, t- two wounded in chaotic shooting at Houston area house party this weekend. You know, barely makes the news because it, it's it's yeah. you know, we just had this this horrible Uvalde report. I mean, right. we keep talking. I mean, we've talked to you and I about this before, but you know, you guys are the ones that have lived through active shooter drills, and you know. Yeah. Rachel Maddow said that you know statistically it is incredible we're in an era where you could survive one mass shooting and very quite possibly be in another one as many people have been I mean and that's an issue I think that also is going to drive younger people don't you
14: absolutely and it's it's both a combination of the the lack of action that we've seen from Republicans, both on the national, state and local levels. You know, I remember so clearly that when the Tennessee Three protested just for gun violence Mm -hmm. and stood with gun violence, um, gun reform advocates and um, the Republican state legislature in Tennessee expelled them and and young people after that, they took to the streets in a state as south as Tennessee, um, as traditionally red as Tennessee and made their voices heard. um, and, And we're seeing that in states throughout the country. But also I think, What's really important for young people to see is this administration, what they've done, even despite this far-right Congress, you know, establishing the first ever Office of Gun Violence Prevention headed by Vice President Kamala Harris, Um, you know, we've seen the common sense gun uh, legislation get passed, Um, while it doesn't go far enough, it's still something that, that is important and something more that Republicans are doing. And so, you know, I think a lot of young people are seeing this reality. And, you know, it's one of the things that when I talk to young Republicans, they also agree that this is a really important issue because everyone experiences um lockdown drills they've dubbed this generation yeah. not just gen z but also the lockdown generation where if you're a student in whether you're in oklahoma or whether you're in illinois you yeah. all have to experience what it feels like to be in a lockdown situation and yep. that's just i that's yeah. not a way to live
3: and we didn't you know we we did that ineffective drill where we'd go into our desks in case of a nuclear bomb yeah as oh, if that would uh-huh. those. yeah, yeah. Yep. Our, our drills made no sense <laughs> <laughs> by the way i realized i made a, a joke about cocoon and i realized he's too young to even know yes, the never seen age it. Reference yeah. Movie no, uh-uh.
5: That was like me with the doctor who was so young. I said he looks like Doogie Hauser and then I realized he wouldn't have he's known. He's like, no, who he's Dugie too young to, to know who <laughs>
3: Doogie Hauser is. Okay, Vicky in Villa Park, you're on with Victor. Hey, hey, Vicky. Hi. Oh
6: gosh, hey. Um, I kind of a different subject, but, um, you know, I just worry that they're framing Nikki Haley as the next person in the White House, and they'll trade the economic stuff for all the social policy stuff, and they'll get the pro-life voters and i'm really frustrated hearing the democrats keep referring it to as women's reproductive
3: uh freedom thank you and it's what it is can.
6: is women's health
3: care yeah you. even as a gay woman yes. victor i understand that there are generally men involved in the whole pregnancy situation yes. it it's is. been a long a time bit. since my health class uh-huh. all i remember is the crab lice part but anyway <laughs> <laughs> <Uh-oh>. <laughs> Okay. Nikki
14: Haley is awful.
3: By the way, she's She's going to find out what a racist party they are. Yeah,
14: exactly. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. she, she is, Nikki Haley is awful.
3: (laughs) More thoughts Uh, on Victor Shee on the state of the Republican race and more in our final segment with Victor Shee on The Stephanie Miller Show.
7: In case I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night.
0: It's The Stephanie Miller Show.
10: Stephanie
1: Miller.
3: A yeah, it is the Stephanie Miller show with the official stem cell of yeah. the Stephanie Miller Show Victor She is here with us uh so victor here's another subject i wanted to we we mentioned that we were in san francisco with the the america's poet laureate and my ecclesiastical mooc john fugelson that's right um just you know i i don't know if there's ever going to be an answer to how these christians quote unquote evangelical christians have chosen the least christian man ever to be there or to say that god sent him or he is god or whatever you know but i'm just wondering you know how you feel that issue uh you know is going to play because i just it it, it, we just keep shaping shaking our heads that he is a rapist (laughs) you know let's start with that that they
14: there's go ahead there's actually a really disturbing um book i read recently and i encourage everyone to read it because i i'm not very religious but i read this book by tim alberta on the evangelical sort of movement that's rising in the united states and it's just one of the most shocking things because you're right donald trump is the most sort of anti-christian candidate you can get out there. He's a rapist. He 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 has no morals. He has no sense of decency, but yet you have people who are who claim to be, you know, Christians or who play, claim to be, you know, evangelicals and they support the man and and their their popular no, not their popularity. Their movement is rising. You saw this in Iowa where the evangelical vote was just really really massive and I think no one should dismiss that group. They're a really big spread, I think, and yeah. they're, you know, touting these um, Theories like the, you know, the I guess the Great Replacement theory, and they're they're talking about how white how white people are being threatened by minorities, and that's a way for them to scapegoat other communities. And it's really yeah. dangerous. I think we all yeah. have to pay attention to that movement that well, is growing, that's turning out and voting. Actually,
3: I just you know, this story struck me over the weekend after having spent the weekend with John, just talking about like people that actually do what Jesus said. <laughs> like
1: this yeah. Ohio yeah. pastor right.
3: charged for opening his church to homeless people yeah. in freezing weather. Um, he's the pastor of a church in uh, uh, Bryan, Ohio, pled not guilty to charges that he broke 18 restrictions in zoning when he gave shelter to people who might otherwise have frozen to death. He said many of these people have been rejected by their families Mm. cast aside by their communities, so if the church isn't willing to lay down its life for them who will? This is what we're called to do. I mean, it's almost shocking when you read a story about someone that's like actually doing the works of Jesus, right?
14: Yeah, yeah. No, it's, it's it's so sort of perverse how everything's been flipped on its head. And like you said, it's because Trump sort of views himself as God and his supporters also view him as God, which is just it speaks to how far they've come. I mean, it's a cult. They they, they don't view Donald Trump, this isn't a normal presidential candidate. This is someone who has really, I think, brainwashed his supporters to believe in just such absurd things. And it's also his enablers that help him as well. You know, I think of Marjorie Taylor Greene. I think of all of the people on the far yeah. right who have helped him. You know, you think of someone like Asa Hutchinson. He was so against Donald Trump, yeah. but he was asked whether or not he'd support Biden. He said, no way would he support <laughs> Pres- President Biden. So, you know, what yeah. it, I guess you have these Republicans who still support the man, when he is against basically yeah. everything that and, traditional Republicans stood for yeah. and also that Christians stand yeah. for.
3: Speaking of which, Speaker God Warrior Mike Johnson, mm-hmm. by the way, do you no. and your dad monitor each other's porn addictions? Oh, God.
14: Don't, no, no. Oh, no, no, <laughs> uh, no, 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 no. No, no. I that one off the bucket list. Yeah. <laughs>
3: But I just I think we're watching this party disintegrate, which I think is a good thing. I mean, I think they have to end up in the ash heap of history. But the House Freedom Caucus about to make life even harder for him. The hard right legislative caucus might start hijacking GOP messaging bills to retaliate against him for the sin of pursuing partisan deals to fund to pass government funding bills. I mean, this party really, I do think, is just disintegrating in real time, isn't it?
14: It is. I mean, they are unable to govern. They're just a deeply unserious party. And I and I actually wouldn't say, you know, at first I thought maybe they didn't have the governing abilities within them, but I just think it's, they don't want to govern. They don't want to give uh-huh. Democrats and yep. President Biden yeah. victory, sort of going back to what we were talking about. Everything is political for them. They want to give him the loss. They want to give, make it seem like President Biden isn't doing anything, when in reality it's them that is not doing anything. Right. You know, they, they have every opportunity to act on gun violence, to pass meaningful yeah immigration um you know a uh, package you know but they don't do that because they don't they want to they so want chaos they want chaos at the border they, they want, want chaos, chaos they economically want chaos.
3: Yep. they want to shut the government that they want works. they picked donald trump they want the
14: right. chaos right. but and, let know, me. johnson was saying that he was consulting with donald trump about, about oh, of course. the border deal you know it's, yeah. uh, they're all yeah. they're all let, each other. let's
3: because you co-host with uh, our, our legal lady our beloved uh, jill Weinbanks, let's talk about the court cases for a minute we only have a, a you yeah, know yeah. about a, a couple of minutes left here but I mean, this is the other big predicator in the polls that if he gets convicted, right, right. I, and he's going to get convicted. I love uh, you're not immature enough to call him taco penis, but I do his former <laughs> lawyer Joe taco penis. Uh huh. Said the two felt he said the two federal cases are serious cases. I think they're not to be taken lightly. Let's put it that way. Um, he was asked if a conviction is possible. He's, he says, Is it possible? Absolutely. You have a jury of 12. We're ultimately going to decide this. Jack Smith's a federal prosecutor who I knew from my days in Brooklyn. That's a serious mm-hmm. prosecutor. These are federal cases, and you have a jury. I mean, speculation that's why he left because, <laughs> first of all, because yeah, I know he's yeah. he Trump's going to lose.
14: So, yeah. No, and, and, I, and I think there's bound to be at least, you know, it, it seems like Chuck King's delaying her case and, you know, Cannon is hopeless. But I, I do think that once he, he will be convicted. And Jill talks about this a lot, that the evidence is overwhelming. Yeah. You know, now we have the 14th amendment stuff that's, you know, going to be decided by the Supreme court. We'll see what happens there. But I think once he gets convicted, it's really going to be baked into the minds of most Americans that this guy is totally unfit for president. And you actually see this with a lot of Nikki Haley supporters yesterday, John Saki interviewed one, and he said that he would vote for, uh, president biden yeah. um if you know it was between trump and biden so you know i i think us let, yep. hope there's a conviction yep.
3: follow victor she everywhere you can yes. on social media and His we've columns. To everywhere yeah we've yep. linked everywhere on our site victor thanks so much we really appreciate your time Thank all right you. thanks, thanks so victor the tiny baby bye guys. bye thanks everyone see you tomorrow on the stephanie miller show